0: What's going on boys? It's Lucas here. We're here in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm sitting here with Tommy, Daniel, and Ryan. We're having a great Wednesday afternoon. How are you boys doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Last day of classes. Uh, just ready to watch some baseball this weekend, honestly. No more studying.
2: <laughs> yeah, last day of classes for great. Reading day tomorrow, aka drinking day. I mean, it's just a great time. Love having Tommy back in another pod. It's become a staple of the podcast right now
3: Yes, sir. with the yes, Wilmington sir.
2: guys. so Absolutely.
3: It's great to hear. Doing good. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Ry. Man, a few words. I like it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you guys summed it up. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm I mean, glad. So Bye. I hope you yeah. like me to say. This is the last day of classes. One more time. Last day of classes here at One <laughs> Ten. So we're all pumped to just be watching the baseball, and enjoy this time. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, man. that's, yeah. that's I, great, man. That's, that's perfect. That's what I like to
0: hear, Ryan. That's a big. That's a great <laughs> intro. That's a great start to the Get pod, right motivated. there. Motivated. Yeah, like Dan said, big drinking day tomorrow. And i have to Bring out the Natter days, maybe play a game of beer dye supposed to be kinda nice. Yeah. I know me and Tom we were talking about hitting the links tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. Could That's could still be a possibility. Get there. So uh sucks. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, he's doing okay right now. But, but four four and a third, double oh, well, yeah. run.
2: None of us have exams until Monday, so yeah. it could be a huge beach weekend, huge yeah. huge whatever weekend. Or I don't study. know. Lots of study. Nah, he's no, he's studying weekend for Rye, but not nah. for us. Night before exams, Ryan and Lucas have birthdays coming up next week, too. So it's going to be a week-long pregame before their birthdays. It's going to be a great time. Know, I'm, I'm getting the Smirnoffs. The ice is ready for their birthdays. Might have to pop in on them during their exams. Ice them in the middle of the test. Got to do what you got to do on their birthdays. But.
0: I mean, if he gives it to us, got to do it. I don't, <laughs> teacher can't says that. no, be like, I don't know what you want me to do. You ice me. I got to do it on my birthday. I'm waking up,
2: waking up at 7, it's icing like you beforehand. Cameron, like,
0: 214, I think. So, we'll <laughs> be realize, there. Man. Let's go. We'll be there. <laughs> All All right, right, also, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Also, big, big gym weekend coming up for sure. Big gym day on Monday. Yep. Max oh, Monday yeah, for well, the boys. Well, yeah, Tommy well, and I
2: hit max Monday this past Monday. I got 235 on bench. Tommy, I failed on 255. And I shouldn't have because I've i yeah, multiple times.
1: Yeah, you were telling me you were going for, what, 265? 265. I'm yeah. trying to work my way back up to 275, but it's, I'm not going to get there again, I don't think. At least now. Yeah, but so, we're, we're
2: making max Mondays a thing. Luke's trying to get his 100 on dumbbell bench. Tommy's yeah. trying to get his 265. Yep. I'm going to go for 245. We'll see how it's going. Rye, what are you going for? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rye's Ryan, going for 250 on bench. I, I never maxed, like... <laughs>
3: I mean, I've been pretty consistent since spring break. You guys can yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've been good. Vouch for that. Pretty sure it
2: was after the Emma I mean, trip. I don't know if you said something about you not looking no, too small. No, like oh,
0: the I got all, 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 all the lads in Scotland are looking big. <laughs> I was like, wow, yikes.
3: Um, I have no idea. I don't. I don't ever max. So,
0: I mean. I feel like Pretty that sure one, last time, that one time you got 135 and then you went up to 145 and you didn't get it yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, one thirty five I think, I think like this was like last, last time. Yeah, so like yeah. one forty five maybe this time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a yeah. good good target to shoot for right there. I yeah, do trust that. me, I understand the lanky the lanky arms. <laughs> tough. That's a tough for yeah. that's yeah, tough that's, for barbell just, benching. Just don't do it as much. But yeah, that's that's gonna be our poll for the week. Well will Daniel get two forty five on bench, will Tommy get his two fifty five, two sixty five, and will I get my hundred dumbbell. You know, I got I got four reps of eighty today, or five reps of eighty today. I was feeling pretty good without a spotter, but yeah, it's impressive. But I had to had to slow it down after that because I knew Max Monday was coming up, so I had to <laughs> yeah. I had to make Couldn't sure. Overwork rest, yourself, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, big big rep day ne- uh, next chest, chest day. Just give me just give me prepared. Yeah, get the endurance yeah. up. I know
2: Brendan recently got two forty five on bench too, one rep. You Snapchat me about that, so that's big time. Brendan and I have been on the grind for the past year. That's why I started getting into the <laughs> gym thing. Brendan said he was going. You know, gotta show him up a little bit. Showing who, who the boss is, you know. We got to show up this to smart kids at Lehigh. Team UNCW for the win. Yeah, Me, our, Lucas, and Rye, Team <coughs> UNCW.
3: We're, our uh, end of the year picks are gonna be coming up soon too. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man. That's right.
2: Those mirror selfies. Yeah,
3: I I'm, might I'm go for two forty six.
2: One more, one
0: more than Brendan. So we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Interesting. It's gonna but be yeah. It's gonna be tough to get on the bar. That's honest, the poll. For sure.
2: Hopefully, the boys show confidence in us by voting in the poll. Yes, but. Yeah. We we'll only see. had
0: four vote, votes in the poll. I'm pretty sure that was everyone here last week. So um, <laughs> ho- hopefully we can get a little more than four. That's what we're shooting for. Yeah, <laughs> All right, moving into real baseball. First month just ended. You know, it was a good month for some teams, bad month for other teams, usually how baseball works. So we're going to start with who do we think the Cy Young right now for the AL and NL after the first month? If, if the season ended today, who wins the AL it's Cy Young? Uh, Justin Verlander.
2: Yeah, AL. I would go Verlander. I th- I think it would have been close for Bauer, but after a start yesterday against Miami, I don't know if he would be the Cy Young winner anymore. But yeah, Verlander's been lights out. Houston's been on a tear lately, so best pitcher on arguably the best team in the AL. So I'm going. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going Verlander. Verlander or Glasnow.
0: I was about to say Glasnow might be a sneaky candidate. I I,
1: can't, I I was reading an article. I don't know where it was, but somebody picked Marcus Stroman.
0: I mean, Stroman I mean, has the lead, CRA, a the CRA, right? Yeah, the thing is, the Blue Jays do suck, though. So, like, yeah, it's going to be tougher. Let's I mean, be real, though. That's not going to stay the whole
2: season as well. So. Come from the guy who owns Stroman in fantasy. You don't know that. Not not
0: too <laughs> confident in the man. You do too, t- t- Luke. I mean, I think sh- I, said oh, this, dance I said this at the beginning of the year. I think Stroman's shown us that he has number one stuff, and they didn't even get back to that. So, obviously, it looks like he could actually be getting back to that. But, yeah, I think Berlander's probably the obvious candidate. I'll take that back, though. I think Bauer's going to get it. Because you know how they're always like... We're not talking about who's going to get it. We're talking about after the end of the after, first month. At the end of the first who, month. At
3: the season end today. Who, who's been the best <laughs> I pitcher in the month Bauer. one? I give it to Bauer. Ooh, I like that I mean, Also because... Bauer has I mean, this does kind of relate to who they, I think, will get it. But um, they, get, they, don't, they don't like to repeat like guys a lot. So I think when there's guys that are even, between Justin Verlander and Bauer, if they have similar numbers at the end of the year, they're going to give it to Bauer.
0: Yeah, Bauer, and also I think Bauer's going to have like 230 innings this year. Like, he he I mean, he healthy. always goes deep into games no matter what. Like he throws 120 pitches most of the most of the time. I think
1: right now I'm giving it to Glasnow.
0: I think Glasnow would be a fun candidate to see, but again, it's going to be tough for him to beat out of Verlander. Garrett Cole had one rough start, but other than that, he's mm-hmm. been pretty lights out too. I think he already has four four games with over 10 strikeouts this year, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But. um all right, what about the NL Cy Young? NL. And also, I like Luis Castillo. I uh, Castillo as well. I, I mean,
2: if season forward. ended today, Luis Castillo, I think, would be NL Cy Young.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's been solid. I mean, German Marquez has shoved this year. Like, he's been really good. He's yeah. had, like, two two no hit bids, you could say. Like, I think last night he took one into the sixth or the seventh. Earlier this year, he lost one in the ninth. Paddock's so. been shoving. Paddock's been. Paddock's, yeah, Fucking shit out of here I mean, Paddock is not contention <laughs> for Cy Young I mean Paddock's Fifth in the NL and ERA right now He's having He's doing well I don't think he's A Cy Young candidate But he could Potentially be a Rookie of the Year Candidate Caleb Smith's been Solid as well Caleb Smith has been Solid Yeah but
2: I mean Luis Castillo Just look like He looks dominant He has Like been. in all his
0: starts His stuff looks
2: Unreal I'm going Castillo High K like for nine Like he just looks Absolutely unreal to pick one, of these.
0: Yeah I mean That's kind of Interesting if you Think about all the Guys we just Brought up right there I don't think any of them were I'm um, still sticking sticking
3: with
2: DeGrom. Okay, but he's not... Yeah, that's the thing. Like you were saying, NL top pitcher, Scherzer's kind of struggled. DeGrom's mm-hmm. really struggled. <coughs> I mean... Oh, hurt. After, I mean, after I mean, the first even month, Even before, though. No one would be saying DeGrom bad. or Scherzer or... No. Yeah. <laughs> like... Snell maybe and for the AL at, like, at the start of the year, but after he went the AL, he looks like a completely different pitcher. he yeah, looks
0: terrible after Seven
2: guy. runs today. So
0: All right, moving into the rookie of the year. Rookie of the year for the AL. This one's going to be pretty highly contested. There are some guys that uh, Peter Alonzo has kind of snuck up on everybody. He's I, been really good.
2: I think you're only saying highly contested because yeah. you're a Pods fan. I think it's Peter Alonzo. I
1: think it's Peter Alonzo like, Pete <laughs> right now. Without a doubt, yeah. Right now, it's season after ended. the first one, Peter Alonso, one
2: hundred percent.
0: I mean, I'll give it to that too, too. I mean, he's been Paddock too. Yeah, Paddock's been Paddock's been really good for the Padres. He his underlying stats haven't been great, so it's probably maybe won't keep up like it has been going. But I mean, fifth in the fifth in NL and ERA, he's definitely going to get some votes there. And Tatis going down will hurt his chances, of course. But um, yeah, I think if Alonso keeps hitting like he is now, I mean, he's just barreling balls every pretty much every time. like yeah. his strikeouts aren't that high for being a power guy, so. He's been really good so far, but yeah. What he's, about he's
2: what, been a Statcast like hero, mm-hmm. yeah? And like three hundred, like, um, I think nine home runs and like twenty five RBIs. That's just insane. Like, he's gone above and beyond expectations. So
0: any other ones go. for that now I that people are thinking of? Pete,
2: honestly, not really.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Let's go.
2: Yeah, Peter Alonso, basically. All
0: right. What about AL Rookie of the Year? Then I mean, I know Vlad just got called up. Eloy hasn't been the player. He's. Everyone thought he was gonna be when he got the start of the season. What I mean, are you boys thinking about that? Vlad's
1: gonna win at the end, but after the first month, I don't know. Can't even think about it. I can't really think.
2: of <laughs> Yeah, like who's who's been like the rookie of the year candidate so far? Honestly, I can't really can't really think of many people from the AL,
0: but um, no, Austin Meadows maybe. Meadows he got him? hurt. Yeah, Meadows got hurt. Like, but yeah. he's he's obviously I think he's been the best player out of. All of all the rookies in the A L so far.
3: Like
0: I mean, yeah, you really can't.
1: Yeah. Um I mean, there'll be guys that come up,
3: Vlad, right now. <laughs> It'll probably be Vlad. I mean, it's gonna be Vlad. You can see how much no matter just, what, yeah. Unless he hasn't e- even done
0: anything yet. Look at the coverage; he's already yeah. Unless Eloy pops off and has a great year, it's gonna be Vlad just yeah. because of straight hype. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I be. just don't like. Is Glasnow considered a rookie? No, because no, he, he pitched. He pitched for the Pirates a lot last year. He did year.
1: okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: you just never figure. I know it it's out. like
2: fifty innings is the. Oh. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. hard to like decide a rookie like this early for the AL. Like we can't even think of anyone. That must mean there's no standout. There's there. like no standout guy actually yeah. performing for the, the American League, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's gonna all gonna depend on um, come ups later. I mean in the
0: year. Byron Buxton, he's having a pretty good. He had a pretty good first is month he actually. He's not a rookie. He's not a rookie, Byron. Not a rookie Byron. anymore.
3: Buxton, dude, he's been in the league for
2: years. <laughs> he's he's been he's basically a vet at this point. Yeah. We're an injured list I guess he hit last an year. An injured list vet, that's Byron Buxton. So he
0: played last year. He was just so bad last he year. He played one last year. I think he got called up in September two years ago. And then last year he played probably the whole year. And I just didn't realize because he was terrible. Alright, MVP <laughs> for the AL. Again, just another kind of underperforming bet's not having the year people thought he would. Trout got hurt for a little bit. Um Ho Ram hasn't really done anything. Altuve's been pretty awful. Bregman started slow, starting to heat up now, but uh, I mean uh, JD Martinez is probably have, the front runner. I'd, I'd, I'd probably,
1: go I'm going Trout, yeah. Just yeah, because he walks just so much.
2: Yeah, I'd go Trout or like, Matt Matt Chapman, low key, he could be a really good pick. He's having an unreal year, OBP exactly. close to four hundred, gonna win defensive player again. Like I was talking about this, Lucas and Ryan. I think he's the best defender in the entire league, regardless of position. He's just unreal. Yeah. And he's putting together a nice season to the plate, too. Then he has, like, 10 bombs, like 20-something in the RBI. So, yep. I think Matt Chapman could have a great case for AL MVP right now. He'd have a good case, but Trout's just,
1: his OBP is, like, 500-something. Quick
3: it's a little fact check from our statistics department. Byron Buxton has been in the league since 2015. So, it's his <laughs> fifth season <laughs> with the Minnesota Twins. Tough. Not quite his rookie year, but... Not quite. Not quite. Um, I, think, I think Trout's a clear favorite.
0: I mean, he didn't have that good of a... I mean, yeah, his OBP's way up, but I don't think...
1: Yeah, it's been on the... Um,
0: they want sexy stats. That's why Peter yeah, Alonso is the probably, highest
2: war in the AL, yeah.
0: too.
2: Yeah, that's true, too. Wars. He yeah, has been on the injury list, though, for a little bit, yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, I really like Matt Chapman. I big, mean...
0: JD's kind of going under the radar. He's still raking, even though the Red Sox aren't playing very well. He's not doing yeah. that well. Tim Anderson's
2: know, done well. He's in over three. Tim Anderson's think, done though. really well, too. I mean... Might have to give him some consideration for first round MVP. <laughs> he just batting basically four hundred. Yeah, two percent walk rate, but Yikes. Batting basically four hundred, most stolen bases in the league. He's been he's been doing really good. Joey Gallo also been having an insane month. Had another bomb today too. Yeah, <laughs> so So that's his 11th.
0: But that, I I guess today is tech technically May first, so it doesn't count for the first month. But ten home runs in the first month, that's ridiculous for like no matter what, like on
1: S- t- speaking of home runs, like, we might as well just go to the NL now.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Bellinger and,
1: Bellinger and Yellich I think those are. I, think those I mean, are, I, I think. They, I, there's no I, other guys. I think today no.
0: it's Bellinger. I do too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, 400.
1: I do too, but there's nobody close behind Yellich Yeah. Behind Bellinger and then Yelich, there's nobody close.
0: Arenados is a historically slow starter, so I could see him still being in the he's race. still doing the pretty end. well, though. Well, he's Same starting to heat up big time. heating up, too. Stories yeah. are really good. I mean, the yes. whole Rockies are kind of heating up right now, but, I mean, yeah, other than that, I mean, Bellinger and Yellows are just miles on of everybody. everybody.
3: Their first months, like, you saw, like, the 14 home runs in one month, that's only been done
0: by, like, that's tied Wals, for, for most
3: Walsh, I think McGuire, and then there's some other players so player.
0: like Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, tied for the most ever, like, that's just, just ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's just been consistently, it's, like, pretty much, if you think about it, half the days that, it, like, probably over half the days that they played, Bellinger's hit a home run. Like, just by the average. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. So.
2: Um, yeah. Especially with Bellinger. I mean, he's walking at a higher rate than he's striking out. Which is absolutely incredible, considering his strikeout rate was around, like, 25% last year. Cut it over in half to 11. He's walking at a 14% clip. Like, OBP over 500 right now. Like, highest in the MLB. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, you is
0: just having an insane year, too. But, I mean, at this point, it's just Bellinger has just been having, like, Statistically, one of the most insane months in the history of all of baseball. So Yeah.
2: Yeah, yellows is just MVP against the Cardinals this season. Yeah. Is true. He's, he's at home. And he's at home. Nine, <laughs> yeah. of, nine of his 14 home runs yeah. against the Cards. So all easy. at
0: home. Yeah. Kind of ridiculous. He
3: has had that lower back problem right now, but yeah. uh, they said he should be back for the weekend series. Oh, so. Good to hear. Good to yeah, hear. I saw that
0: too. Any last thoughts on real baseball? we got a big fantasy lineup going today. So. Yeah. Any last thoughts on real baseball? Cards Cards are the best team in the NL. Remember that? I think they're tied with the Dodgers, aren't they? No. Are they a half game up on them? We're we're the best team in the NL. Okay, I think they have a half (laughs) half game on the cards.
2: Yeah, they have a point zero three higher winning percentage. There you go. They're six fifty five, Dodgers are six twenty five, so baby. Yeah. I mean, Carl's looking pretty good. I'm happy with the way the Yankees are playing. Yeah. Year, basically we have 34 war on the sable list right or injured list right now. So it's been it's been a pretty pretty interesting ride early in the season. Yeah. Like I mean, I kind of think every team is where we thought they would be, besides maybe Boston being that bad. But other than that, all contenders are basically win their division. Yeah, I mean we or talked about this, we cruises.
0: mentioned this on the last podcast how Pretty much, there's no, there's not a bad team in the NL right now besides Miami. I think the Reds, the Reds had the work. The Reds aren't even like that far below 500. What about what about the Giants. Yeah, Giants. I mean Giants. They've are been four, competing. They're yeah. 400
2: right now. I mean Miami's the only team in the MLB with less than 11 wins, and they have eight. So that's how they've been pretty bad compared <laughs> to everyone else. Yeah. Negative 61 run differential too. Like yeah. they've been absolutely terrible. So.
0: Yeah, but honestly, both both divisions had. After the first month, have have four playoff contenders in them. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Between so we got Dodgers, Padres, Diamondbacks, Rockies. Rockies had a really slow start, but they're heating it up big time. And then the Central, obviously, the Cardinals, the Cubs. The Cubs have really picked it up since we pretty much wrote them off in that one podcast saying that they were they, they were not going to make the playoff.
3: They're fifteen and twelve right now, second in the division.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then I mean, even the Reds. haven't the Reds been
3: are 12-17, which isn't great, but then you look at their run differential and they're plus ten. So it's that, like, it's yeah, a... kind of
0: unlucky almost. Yeah, but um, and it's then of course, stuff. and then in the and then East, it's been the Mets have been pretty solid to start. Phillies are uh, slumping as of late, but they yeah. you know they're going to be good with how much star power they have on that team. Braves have been really good again this year, um, and the Mets have been been good as well. So it's it's definitely going to be a tight race all the way throughout the NL, and I feel like the AL is kind of the opposite. Besides the East, I feel like it's gonna be its Indians are definitely gonna win that division. Twins well, then, are playing fine. Twins so. are playing fine. Yeah, I was gonna say Twins Indians, but no I, I think the Indians, Indians are still gonna run away win. with it. Think so? Yeah, and yeah. then I also think the Astros are gonna run away <laughs> with the West. I mean, Mariners got off to like historically such a good start, and then they're, they're just kind of eighteen to fourteen right now. What what are one, they in their last ten? Four and six. Yeah,
3: We're it's not three, that bad. But, yeah,
0: so yeah, I think in the AL it's kind of the opposite story than the yeah. NL, <laughs> but. Moving into fantasy baseball now We've had some interesting pickups these past few days So, Dan picked up Nick Senzel, which is I like, we'll, we'll start there Dan picked up Nick Senzel yesterday what, what are your thoughts on that, Dan?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Senzel guy I drafted him I mean, I was kind of disappointed that he got hurt Um, before the season started Because otherwise I think he would have been up a couple weeks ago But, big Senzel guy I've had my eye on, on him since the start of the year And, um They finally said he was going to get the call the other day. Swoops Swooped him up. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of competition for people who want him. I know Tommy said he wanted him. Lucas said he wanted him. I would have loved him. But, yeah, I think Senzel's going to be great considering I had Travis Shaw at my second base slot. I think Senzel has a pretty solid solid floor for a rookie. Like, I can see around 270 with like a 350 on base percentage, 15 bombs, 10 stolen bases somewhere around there. The only question about him is his playing time, but I think he's going to be probably – what the biggest impact hitting prospect behind the big guys that we've seen so far? So, if he's up, he'll play. Yeah, I think he's going to be the best hitting prospect to be called up for the rest of the year. So, I'm glad glad to be able to pick up Senzel, and he can contribute to my team. I mean, like I said, I had a hole at second base, and I think Senzel is going to fill that
0: great. So, we'll see. Quantrill just lost his quality start because they pulled him with two outs in the sixth <laughs> inning. So <laughs> five and two thirds for him. That sucks. But. um, Moving on now. So, I, yeah, Senzel's a good player. I think he's going to do good things. And it was a question for playing time earlier in the year, but I think Winker's been disappointing for him. Shebler's been gone Shebler's been old. terrible, yeah. So I feel I like mean, he, there's he's not going to struggle with I'm that. And second
2: base, Dietrich and Peraza have absolutely sucked with their platoon. Oh, yeah, wow. They have Jose Iglesias playing shortstop. So I think Senzel's a big utility guy. I mean, they moved him all around. They just had him learn center field, and they say learn him in like Wherever two he goes, weeks. Yeah. He'll play. I think he's... They're not going to call him up to sit on the bench. Yeah, Absolutely. Not. So I mean, yeah. with someone that good, I'm glad he's finally getting his chance. I mean, he's battled through injuries basically his entire minor Second league base career.
1: Eligibility is huge.
2: Right? Like I think he's 23 right now too, and so his eligibility. I mean, I'm just rooting for the guy, regardless of whether he's on my fantasy team or not. Good guy. Glad he finally got the call after he battled a bunch of injuries. Good so. guy. Good guy. We'll see we'll see how it goes. Pretty sure he's yeah. getting called good up. Guy. Getting called up Friday.
0: Again, yeah. in their home stand, so we'll see how he plays. All right, moving on to the next pickup. Connor Anderson picked up Dylan Cease. And this is this is a pickup I just don't understand cuz I don't think he's going to be up until at the very earliest after the All-Star break. And so I feel like Connor is going to drop him by the time like see, I, before he gets called up.
1: I could think he I, I think he could be up early. Um, I just don't, but see, I just it don't bad. see much potential.
2: I I have to differ with that. I mean, I think
1: I think he's good. Dylan I don't think Cease.
2: be top-of-the-line guy. I think Dylan Cease is very good. He's overlooked. They got him in that labor torres trade or not the Glaber torres trade, in the like Eloy Jimenez-Jose Quintana trade with the White Sox. I think he's just been overlooked. I mean, he's been shoving at every level. I mean, like yesterday, he had six innings, 11 Ks. Like, he's got <laughs> that potential, but like Lucas said, I don't think he's going to be up early. I mean, if the White Sox were contending, it would be a different story, but like with Eloy last year, he was raking. Everyone said he might have gotten called up, but I mean, the White Sox literally have no reason to call him up this season um, until after the Super 2 deadline, once they get that that stuff in, like, late June, late July. Might even be, like, a September call-up. But, I mean, I just don't see him coming up anytime soon. I like Dylan Cease. I think it's kind of like a desperate move because he's been trying to, like, shop some of his hitters for some pitchers, and no one was biting. So... I mean, there's no pitchers out on the wire, so it's kinda of like pitching up picking up a pitcher so no one else can snag him before he gets called up. Yeah. I know if no one snagging any of these guys and they got called up, they'd be picked up in a heartbeat. So I mean if Cease ends up getting called up, if Cease ends up getting called up um soon, it's a great pickup, but I don't think he's gonna be called up until late, so I don't really see much value, especially for having to waste a bench spot on some of these guys. Yeah,
0: I mean he talks about all the time how we waste Roster spots on closers, and we don't need to get into that argument because we all know it's a big waste. We all know everyone's spot. feelings on well, that. Well, yeah, I know, but when talking about I wasting mean, a roster spot, banking on a guy who's probably not going to be up until honestly, I think the projections is probably late September at, at if even. See, I, 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 I disagree with that,
1: actually, honestly. That's why I got Whitley because I have all my we'll, hitters. We'll get into that. I have all my hitters, I have my relievers, and I'm still going to get my 14 starts every week.
0: Yeah, but that's just the guy who's just, like, sitting on your bench. Like, he's not going to do anything for you. But when you. he's
1: up, though, it'll be well worth the wait. Because he's going to be a one of the top one.
0: Oh, well, I want to say this about Dylan Cease before we get into Whitley. Dylan Cease is really good. I had a take last night. I think he's going to be better than Kopech in the long run. I know we disagree with that here because Kopech's been – Kopech's, like, the guy for the White Sox. He throws, throws gas. He's just, like – He's one of those, like, young guys coming up that people think could be the next big thing. And I agree with that. But Dylan Cease is – liked out his stuff is amazing he knows how to paint the corners like he's not just a big he's not a big like just kind of thrower he's a he's like an amazing pitcher actually and his curveball is insane he's a really good change up as well so I think Dylan Cease is going to be probably the White Sox ace in the future but again okay. I don't think he's going to kick
1: that's a Brady take here the I mean bold predictions
3: see the big thing is I, I don't know all these prospects but- I don't, I don't like fan drafts for days.
0: And okay, well, I've seen, I've seen Kopech and Cease pitch sure. in person multiple times. So, I don't know. I, I like Cease a lot. Kopech kind of struggled with command last year, but I still think he's going to be good, I will,
3: too. I kind of agree with Tommy, though, in terms of stashing a guy like this and Dan. I see if you can afford it while you can still get your 14 starts or whatever and you're not sacrificing anything else in your roster, I see absolutely no problem. Though. Yeah. Because then... You don't, you help you don't run food that food risk food. if somebody else pick him, off, pick him off before you can. Yeah, yeah. but the,
0: he, it's literally going to be four months probably until he gets called up. Yeah, that's the thing. This last team starts. Not he, he, any this might not happen now though, but I don't think Connor's going to have him for the rest of the year until he gets called up. I so think. I think he's, he's going he to drop. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I just don't think it's. Whatever, but we'll move on to Forrest Whitley for now. Tommy, big pickup of Forrest Whitley last night. You're looking for something to shake up the roster a little Bro, yeah, bit. I,
1: I, I do agree with you with the injuries. Like, if I have three guys get injured in one yeah, week, yeah, you're Whitley's just probably gone. Whitley. Whitley's yes.
3: gone. Absolutely. Like I had that happened with Alex Reyes last year. I yeah. had A couple of guys get injured in one week, and I had to get rid of them, and I was just kind of holding on
1: until he came out. Oh, um, yeah. I I do agree with that a lot. But I mean, I got Whitley because he's going to be a top of line guy.
3: Yeah. And if you can afford it, you get your 14 starts next weeks while he's not in the bigs yet. And yeah. it's fine. Really
1: and I, I know Dan likes Whitley. I know he's a big fan of
2: him. I mean, who isn't? Number one, number one pitching prospect in all of baseball. I don't, I don't think Luke likes him.
0: I mean, I don't love him. He obviously has the stuff to be good, but I think the Astros are kind of realizing he's not, he's not ready. Like I, I that's why he's down in <coughs> AAA. Like they took the chance on a, they took the chance on Josh James, put him in the bullpen, see how he fares. He's been, he's been pretty good, right in the bullpen. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't been, really right? know, but I feel like they I don't, don't think, think he's been very good. See, uh, I don't even know yeah, I, 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 you, I But know. Will, Willie's gonna be good But I really just think the Astros see something And especially with the crowded Astros rotation And guys who historically Stay healthy all the year Wait. Between, Wade, I mean, Wade Miley's their last guy But, I mean, they're probably gonna keep him <coughs> They gave him some decent money Colin McHugh's been really good for them uh, Justin have, Verlander, Garrett Cole Obviously really good guys as well Josh so.
2: James in the pen, Brad Peacock can become a starter Like I, I just, know just don't see that him. Sometimes the Astros up. last year used Chris Devensky for like three innings at the start of the game, did some bullpen stuff, so they have a deep they have a deep rotation. But I just don't know when Willie's gonna be up. That's I the thing, Whitley same with Court. I think Josh, force
0: it. Josh James is rocking seven point three six ERA. Right? So okay, so Josh James has not
3: been very good.
2: No. But I mean But I mean
3: twenty one ks eleven walks. I mean, he's
2: more MLB ready than Whitley, though. That's the thing. I feel like they'd rather give him a shot on the rotation than Whitley for, like, a spot start.
0: I mean, Whitley only is... Whitley
2: is going to be their number one of the future. But they're yeah, just one bringing one him one up one for a full, spot start. I don't one think they want to risk, like, yeah. ruining his arbitration yeah. or, like, having extra years on his contract for just a spot start. Yeah. Especially when they're so deep. I mean, the thing with Cease is that the White Sox suck, and then Cease will always have a spot on the rotation if he wants one.
0: Well, when he's but, ready.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think Whitley or Cease is going to be up until late June, like, at the earliest. At the very earliest, yeah. At the earliest. So that's two months. So that's what, like four, like, four to seven like fantasy matchups, something like that? More, maybe more than that. It's just like, can you really hold them for that long? Like, because you think you have a, you have a close a week, one, drop, them for, drop them for an extra hitter a couple days, drop them for an extra starter, maybe even drop them for a closer at the end of last week like Connor did with uh, Greg Holland. Like, you, you never know when you're going to need that extra roster spot. And I feel, like, I feel like no matter what, I mean, it's just, I think they're both going to get dropped eventually. Like, I, that's, my, that's my take. I don't think Connor's going to have Cease until he gets called up. I don't think Tommy's going to have
0: Whitley until he gets called up. I mean, again, Whitley obviously has the stuff to be great mm-hmm. this year. Hot take from Ben Time. K K rate K rates up around a twelve, which is absolutely unreal, and that's I could see that being maybe not that sustainable in MLB, but like around a ten or eleven for him. Mm-hmm. Walk rate always been an issue for him, going back to when he got drafted in twenty sixteen. He had pretty much every year; it's been above a three or around a three. Besides, he's had these two years, but those he hasn't even pitched that much, man. Like innings pitched total, like his most innings pitched in the year so far has been. I guess in 2017 he had like close to 100, but he's just not MLB ready yet. And I feel like the, the Astros see that. They realize they're not going to force a hand with how good the rotation is, how many guys that they can actually use as starters going forward. I just don't see him coming up anytime soon. And if he does come up, he's going to be in the bullpen. I just don't see him being a starter. So I, I don't think he's going to have any value in our league this year. He might make a spot start where someone might pick him up, but I don't think he's going to have any value in our league yeah. this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, the thing is with stashing prospects, I mean, it's obviously good if they're they called out kind of soon, or you think they're going to make an impact, like I know Vlad was getting stashed last year, Elo was getting stashed last year, but this is like two or three months in advance, it's not like two or three weeks in advance, like last year, like, this is absolutely insane. I think that See, kind of, another thing about this year is the pitching, that's, I think that's really, and
1: we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit with the pitchers and the hitter value, but... Let's just get into that right now. That's
3: a part of it.
2: What are you thinking about the pitching right now?
3: Well, Awfully scarce.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, everyone knows people have been offering trades. Like, Connor's offered to ship bets, Lindor, for any pitching, and no one's really biting. Everyone's kind of holding on to their guys that they believe in. And honestly, like, I I don't really mind that. I mean, I I know Will's holding on to Caleb Smith pretty tightly right now, which I think is smart for him. I think Caleb Smith is really – people would kind of try and, like – I don't want to say, like, buy low on him but just because his name's not that big but Wills obviously been paying attention and seeing that he's been really good.
2: Oh, Kale Smith is great.
3: He's a big yeah. guy? I, I mean, he so. was,
2: but he's actually performing this year like yeah, I don't think 3 he's... plus pitches, high whiff rates, like he's all been need, he's been solid. Huh? That's all you
3: need to know. Peyton guy, yeah. That <laughs> uh, right uh, answers a lot of questions for See, me. The, thing I, the thing about me is I, I looked it
1: at the charts. Right out, man. <laughs> I, I, Connor was <laughs> talking about he's been shipping, better than every pitcher Lindor on your for staff. Should be Lindor for Flaherty, but I, I looked at no. it as because pitching is so valuable. I looked at it as this. I gotta I'm trading Flaherty and the best guy in waivers for hitting for Lindor and the best waiver guy in waivers for pitching.
0: Yeah, and I honestly, if I'm you, I'm taking. It. And I'm, are you taking that? I don't like Flaherty as much as you and Ryan do. Okay, so. I see.
1: I, I like Flaherty, and I think the better it's, the best hitter great. out the best hitter out there in Flaherty is better than Lindor, and the best pitcher out there overall. Oh, that's me. That's just me, though.
3: Yeah. See, I disagree with that, so I would make that trade, but... There's just no pitching I out there. I agree here. with you 100%, Tommy. Yeah,
1: there's no pitching out there.
3: Because the the bat... Yeah, you literally explained it perfectly. So. The, the the pitcher you're getting is not nearly going to be as good as I get a good bat on the waivers right now. 100%. I can't get a good pitcher, though. Yeah? I feel like it's a
2: league-wide, league-wide epidemic yeah. right now. No yeah. one wants the to... The big
3: to thing, I think, is we added that bench spot this year, so everybody's rostering an extra. That's 10 more pitchers being rostered. I uh, Yeah. Whereas if I think if we would have brought down the starters allowed per week, then you wouldn't have to roster that extra pitcher. Yeah, that's all, that's a all you know, little. Out them, I mean, I think I'm it's with you. I mean, <laughs> no, I think it's extra. You live in your yeah, no, but I want to make
0: this point too because Dan's rostering twelve pitchers right now, and he has seventeen starts this week. So it does it wouldn't matter if we brought the start limit down. People would they might roster one less. But overall, I think everyone would still be rostering the same guys. Yeah. If we brought the star limit down to twelve, I don't think. I, I mean, I, I spot would be a, a pitcher. See, I think, I think people would though. Uh,
1: I, I think the only way to fix this is a weekly league. I yeah. think all and we again, have to do, as, all we have to do is just no. add no. another
2: hitter spot or get rid of the bench, make the hitters just as scarce as the pitchers. And the thing is, it puts more value on your draft the draft day, and that's all <laughs> we do. <laughs> or, if, or, the the
1: hitter, hitter, or you make the hitters more valuable in points wise.
2: No, that wouldn't make a difference. If the hitters were just as scarce as the pitchers, then there wouldn't be a problem because then every single position would be scarce, and people wouldn't be trying to trade a hitter for a pitcher because the scarcity would be the same. You know, you're saying you wouldn't trade Flaherty. There's no one out there, and there's a good replacement for Lindor out there. Like if there's no replacement for Lindor out there, there's no way in hell Connor would ever want to trade you Lindor for Flaherty. That's what I'm saying. So like this is exactly what Connor and I said at the beginning of the season. Just want to point that out. Yes, it is. We said add a first base, third base, and a short... No.
3: No, we, no, we did I, Okay, That's I
2: think, not what we said. Instead of an infield, you the, add the a first we, base, third base, second base shortstop. That would have made it completely un, as scarce as it was right now. Here's would be just as scarce as pitchers. I would have put more emphasis on the draft, and people wouldn't... And you still have... No. Pitchers would still be scarce, but so would hitters. That's what we're saying.
3: The, uh, that, that see, the, anything. The, yeah, the, it does. The changes it
2: puts we, more emphasis on the draft. The
1: changes we made from last year made it worse. So I think last because year— because we
2: didn't add the extra hitting spot. Last year was better than. It's because we didn't add the extra hitting spot. Instead of adding that, that's the not going
1: to do anything. There's, 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 I more, think do, no. there's, there's more than like there's more than twenty guys out there. That no, can because, because
2: the instead hit. of adding the extra hitting spot, we added the extra bench spot. And so th- instead of that bench spot going towards hitting, that bench spot's going towards pitching. Yeah. That's why Connor and I didn't want that bench spot, and we wanted that to be an extra util or an extra infield spot. I'm
0: pretty sure that bench spot was Connor's idea. Yeah. I was going to say, we never vouched <laughs> yeah, for that. No. I, we vouched for nothing. We guys vouched yeah. for less hitting. We, we thought nothing. the league
3: was fine.
1: Yeah, but it, even, even if we added another hitting spot, there's more than 10 guys out there that I could roster right now. There's at least 15, 20 guys. I mean, I
3: look at, if you add 10 more hitting spots... It's still unbalanced. Yeah, yeah
1: it's still very unbalanced. Yeah.
2: but it wouldn't be as unbalanced, and there'd be more scarcity. See, but I, I
3: don't it, think it, you, it was
1: balanced last year when we had. Yeah, I don't of, think the way to fix though
0: is by making hitting scarce. See, I think yeah. it's taking away some pitchers. Okay, well that's where what I kind of wanted to do this year was. Limit the no, amount of pitchers stop, right? that you can have on your lineup.
2: Yeah. No, because then that would make the pitching market too saturated out in free agents. But then
0: it's the same as the hitting. So yeah. I'm just doing the opposite that what you're but doing instead no, of making the rosters bigger. But what it, I'm
2: saying, it's more fun. To there's got to
0: be a limit on guys. We have. I don't want
2: to. No, it's more. 25, 30 man. But roster. that's stupid. So I? you're saying you'd rather have tons of potential out on the wire instead of no one? And that's what you're saying? I think it's more fun and it's more competitive if pitchers and hitters are both scarce because it puts more emphasis on research puts more emphasis on the draft, and it puts more emphasis on people who look ahead, look at the underlying stats, and look at people who are going to get called up to snag those players. I, I mean,
3: I'm and still the thing doing is, that for the hitters pitchers,
0: though. Yeah, so see, you're that's saying the biggest issue have, in our league this
2: year. You want to I mean. have good pitchers out on the wire along with a bunch of hitters with potential? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, look at the worst—take I mean, yeah. the worst couple of pitchers off everyone's roster, and those guys wouldn't be on a roster, like— all the pitchers who are rostered right now deserve to be on a roster because they have potential. They're looking good. That's why the waiver wire is so scarce. Is because there's all these pitchers that should be rostered.
0: Okay, I also that's want to I'm point picking out up this all these though, guys. A lot of the guys on the hitting wire right now, where they're rosterable for now, they might not be rosterable at the end of the year.
2: But the thing is, they still should be rostered.
0: That's just got, that's just the difference between hitting and pitching. Hitting is a lot about who's hot, who's not. Pitching is more of a consistent thing throughout the year.
2: Well, the thing is, hitting doesn't have to be though. Because if you had extra hitting spots and you roster those hitters...
0: All these guys are pretty much in the same category for me at this point. All like 100 or however many players are on the first page. We'll just say like 30. All 30 of these guys are in the same spot for me. So if we add two more hitting spots and just take everyone here off the wire and I go to the next page even...
3: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think by adding more hitting, by, by creating hitting scarce, you're just creating another problem rather than fixing that, the problem.
0: But that wouldn't be a problem, though.
2: That's what, that's what I'm trying and to say. hitting
0: pitching scarce, you don't think that's a problem? No,
2: that would make the
0: league better. See, I don't think hitting's ever going to be scarce is what I'm saying. Hitting will never, yeah, positions will be like, scarce.
3: I think we'd have to add like three more hitting spots for it to become
0: like. Oh, there's not many good picks. At most, most, like, a position spot. Like, second base is scarce this year. There's just not that many good second basemen in the league this year. Yeah. Yeah, So if we add that second base shortstop spot. Even
2: saying that, I just dropped Travis Shaw. He's like,
0: 116 this year.
2: He's had three straight years of 30-plus home runs, 340-plus on-base percentage, 280 average. This year he does. And I just dropped him because he's cold. That's why I dropped him, because I know there's better people out on the wire I mean, he, for uh, hitting. That's what I'm saying. He should be rostered in 10-team leagues. Jorge Polanco literally yeah. I saw, hit for, yeah. Polanco went for a cycle. He should be rostered. Dwight Smith Jr. has been doing great. He should Polanco, be rostered. Polanco's, Christian Walker, Tommy said, could be in the running for rookie of the year, and he just dropped him. Like There's so many good hitters plays. out on the wire right now, but you can't chase the potential because you need to chase a pitcher because pitchers are so scarce. So I'm saying. So, if you add the extra hitting spots, make hitting just as scarce as pitching, then people would have to... If we
1: add extra hitting spots, though,
2: hitting's going to be valued so much more because there's going to be more points. That's than what you want. Because right now, Lindor isn't even going for Flaherty, who's not even like a top 30 pitcher right now, which is absolutely insane. Lindor is know, the number one shortstop in the league. Two, two, two thirds roster, is
1: two-thirds of your roster's points are going to come from hitting, and one-third is going to come from pitching. And you can have... Ass pitching and still win matchups like by a good amount, is what I'm saying. Because you're right gonna have so, you're gonna Ow. have so, you're gonna have so many more hitters. Like if you have, if you add two oh, more hitter have. spots, that's like 40, 50 points. That's so much I mean, more points than pitching.
2: Well, right now, pitching is dominating the league because you need all that stuff. So that's the thing. Right you're now, your you think people are rostering ass pitching? You're rostering Michael Walker. That dude's ass. I know.
0: So look at, look he's he ass, 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 ass and look bro. at the look at his staff. what? Feature. I mean, he also the that's the points against too. But it's points
2: against. But yeah, Michael Walker's ass. He's one of the worst pitchers in the league. But he's better than everyone out there. But you're still he's one of the worst. He's one of the worst rostered pitchers in the league. I don't know. I'm just picking him because he just got picked up. There's plenty of pitchers being rostered that are terrible, that are just on teams because they want their pitchers and they get their starts. That's what I'm saying. It's like these hitters aren't bad. Like they're not borderline waiver wire hitters. Like they should be owned. The guys in the free agent market. But
1: what I'm saying is if we add two slots of hitting, there's, it's going to be... that's that, the thing. That that's, means... They,
2: that's at least 50 more points. But what's the difference between rostering a worse hitter in those spots and rostering a worse pitcher? It just balances it out. It makes it more even. That's why if you look at ESPN's default head-to-head points rosters, like but hitting points, is points so between, much bigger than pitching. Pitching
1: and points between hitting, hitting probably gets more points right now anyways.
2: Still.
0: I think pitching does, honestly. Yeah,
3: it's just because there's, not, oh that, my God, yeah.
2: there's like not that many more spots. That's the thing. I don't
3: know. Like I see what you're saying, but I just still think a better way, way to right? solve that problem would be to, say, take down the starts a week and take away like two bench spots.
2: But, I mean, what you're saying is just <laughs> going to put better players out on the wire. Yeah. So you're saying you'd rather have better players out on the wire than I not having the I'd rather see a stairs? guy like
3: Michael Walker and Zach Eflin. I mean, okay.
2: So you're saying you'd rather have you'd rather have better players job. out on the wire than having worse players on the wire. So you're going for less. So you're saying you'd rather have talent out on the okay. wire than. All I'm else.
0: gonna say is there's always gonna be yeah. more hitters. Have- there's always gonna be more hitters than more pitchers out on the wire. Always. Yeah. I, yes. No matter what. Because yeah, there's because just more, there's hitters more hitters in the league, yeah. and I understand there's obviously more roster spots for them. But if we're if we're rostering 14 pitchers, 12 pitchers each, there's always going to be more hitting. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm looking at the pitching right now. Obviously, it's not great. But again, like the hitters, I don't think any of the hitters are that great either. A lot of the hitters I don't want on my team.
2: Yeah, but what I'm saying is that the second best pitcher in the league on the wire right now is 75, and you have to scroll down almost like a full page to get to the first hitter. Yeah, but that's uh, like 20, 25 hitters. That are as good as or better than like the double, best pitchers There's double in amount of hitters
1: and pitchers in the league. More there's than that. that say, hypothetically, there's, there's nine batters, say.
3: Yeah, but you're not going to roster those teams batters.
2: 288. You're people. not going to, but you're so looking at it. Five times 32, one hundred You're looking pitchers. at it wrong, though, because the thing is, some people are rostering, like, number four, number five starters on teams right now. Like, 75% of the pitchers are being rostered right now. 110 out of the 150 starters are being rostered. I know, but there's double, It's not a hitter. Absolutely 20. nuts. Yeah, so That's by your percentage, you're saying there should be 75% of hitters owned, just like pitchers. Like,
3: it's
2: 80% of pitchers. 80 no, 80% of pitchers are owned right now. There, which no, there is absolutely
1: nuts. You're saying it should be. be yeah, you're you're should be. be 75% of hitters should be owned. Yeah. Yeah. By adding. The, yeah, that shouldn't happen. Stupid, why not? Because then hitting is. So drastically... That's exactly what war.
2: pitching is like right now. Yeah, but
1: then, but then hitting is two-thirds of your points.
2: Why does that matter?
1: Because then pitching doesn't matter as much.
2: No, it wouldn't matter because, like, this is exactly what you were saying, right? So the hitters, there's a drastic drop-off between the top hitters and the bottom hitters. So the, the difference between one, the 110th pitcher and the 110th hitter is just, like, so drastic thing is if you're rostering a hitter, yeah, because like, no hitter. thing is if you roster the top seventy five percent of hitters right now, that, the top guy will probably have thirty points on the that, year. That hundred, okay, what was it? The 100 and what? We'll you say,
1: the hundred tenth pitcher is equivalent to a, like the fifth batter in the lineup, which is like a heart of the order guy.
2: No, it's not. Three, there's four, no five. way. Yeah, because the seventy fifth hitter in the league. Are you kidding me? Like the hundred tenth pitcher, the hundred tenth pitcher is not equivalent. To a number five hitter in the lineup? Are you serious? I'm not saying that, but like
1: that—that is—that's a nuke. Swanson's
2: beast. Dan's dance against your team. Sucks. sucks sucked on me. No, um,
1: perdomo just sucks. But <laughs> since there's five pitchers, no, the number <laughs> five starter—the number five starter on the team—is going to be rostered for every fifth batter. Is what I'm saying. That's why we can't have too much batting because it's going to be too many points.
2: That doesn't it. Works that way
3: though because there's because
2: there's, there's more batters in the league. That's what I'm saying.
1: I know, more but then bosses. then batting. All
2: so that, shouldn't it be be no, equivalent if there's more because, batters in the league because then pitching won't
1: matter as much because two thirds of your points is going to come from batting. So it will you, matter if though. you have really good batting. You don't have to have good pitching to win the matchup.
2: Yeah, you do because it's still 14 starts, and if you're getting 20 points a start from a good staff, then those points add up quick. Yeah, but you like,
1: your batting it, it can also because nobody. No, what I'm saying is that guys. if
2: you add more batters to the thing, like you have more pitchers, it'll become just as scarce, which will be great. But the batters that you'll be adding on the rosters won't be as good as the pitchers that you have on the roster. You know what I'm saying? Because the batters you'll be adding are, will be lower end guys. Honestly, honestly I think this, this, the easiest way wise. to
0: solve this is to get rid of two bench spots next year. I think you're 100%. No, because that
2: makes the market just more saturated. And there's still be Wait, tons of potential out there. Okay,
0: all I'm saying is the hitting guys out there right now. I don't want any of them on my team.
2: That's just nuts.
0: Why? I don't <laughs> want poor hit Polanco. Twenty-five out of his 100 points came from a fucking cycle. That's not gonna. That's I not mean, sustainable. He's hitting like 130 recently. That's just hitting. hitting. It's there's just hot. It's just who's hot. Yeah. That's always going to be what hitting is. If I take away the two bench no. spots, then the hitting market and the pitching market are the exact same.
2: Yeah, but why not just add extra hitting spots? And make it just as scarce as pitching and make
0: hitting actually Because it's not value. going to be just as scarce as hitting. Yes, it will. No, it won't be. If you be. add because the spots. Yes, because there's more good hitters in the league than there are good pitchers. Pitching so why not add scares.
2: spots to make up for the good hitters because, that aren't on okay, the rosters? You're
0: rostering like, what, 10 hitters, 11 hitters right now on your team? And 12 I'm pitchers.
2: Doing the minimum, yeah, for hitters. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so great replacement value a, I thinking, on the wire. So because there's great replacement no, value with that. on the wire. I agree with that. So 100%. why would I ever roster more hitters because when I can pick up someone just as good? Shit but that's spicy what I'm saying. I, I, that's what I'm saying. No, that makes right, sense, but also, that's how it's always
3: going to be.
2: No, it's not. Ah! No, it's not. Because if you a add extra, A lot of number five guys aren't going to be pitching out. every week. Either no, because if it's you add extra – four starters. If you add extra hitting spots and you take away the top guys on the wire – and then they won't be there, and then the next tier guys aren't rostered. Okay,
0: so Jorge Polanco's at the top of the waiver wire right now. Yeah, You're saying he should be rostered. Yes. I'm saying no, because he's hitting like 130. If that
2: doesn't I, matter. Yeah,
0: it does. It's always going to be opinion-based, because you may like some hitters.
2: Jorge okay, PRK for not. shortstop. Like, Because he be had for That cycle. doesn't matter. Yes, his it does. OB, his OBP is really good. He had breakout potential at the beginning of the year, but no one's going to roster him, because you're not going to roster guys like that unless they're hot. That's what I'm saying. Like... They should be rostered, but they're not, I mean, just because of how pitching is valued. So if you add the extra bent, if you added two extra hitting spots to a team, hundred percent Jorge Polanco would be on a roster. That's exactly that's what we're tr- saying. That's not our goal. That, that's more points. For well, bat. that's your goal is stupid. You just, that, player, I mean, you just want better players. You just want better players on the wire. Yeah, how does that, that make more, it more, more fun? That's more points for batting too. How does that make it more fun? And then
3: Matri's team is a lot better. Because than Because you matrix. can make moves and adjustments and be active and contribute. That through, doesn't
2: make it more through. fun. So you're saying you'd so rather you
3: want to draft a team, leave your lineup all year and that that's more successful than continue making changes week in week out?
2: Yeah, I mean that's more fun than well, looking at the wire. We just disagree pick, there. So you're saying you'd rather look at the wire, pick up a guy who's had the most points over the last 7 days, stick him in your lineup, than actually doing research, Absolutely. looking Jump at guys guy you a like on
0: the waiver wire? That's just But stupid. I still think it's always like, going to be that way. Yeah.
2: No, it will not be that way if you add extra hitters. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: That's what it is going to be because like, if you add extra hitters, when you go, when you go to drop one of those
2: hitters, you're you're, you're not going to drop guy. him. Jorge Polanco, but the hottest guy, the hottest hitter, will be just as good as the best pitcher on the wire. That's what I'm trying to say. And the best pitcher on the wire, like we're saying, is no value. So you want to drop a slumping, like lower end pitcher that you have that you believe in, like Eduardo Rodriguez or Lucchesi. Lucchesi, he's gone on a couple of bad starts, right? He's border, yeah. he'd be borderline rosterable. You would never drop him for the top pitcher right now. Which is what I'm saying. So look at a hitter on the wire who has potential. If If
1: I had Jorge Polanco on my roster right now, I would consider getting him for like...
2: So if you had Jorge Polanco on your roster right now, and and take off... And Jorge Jorge Polanco is doing horrible. Okay, now take off the next nine shortstops after Jorge Polanco. And you're saying you would rather... Drop. You say you would consider well, dropping four and It would be nine shortstops slash or second Second baseman. baseman. So you're saying so after
1: five. Look at dropping. Yeah,
2: I, would, I would pick up pro. No, it'd be nine. One, two, three, four, five, That's six, short seven, stops. eight, nine. So you're saying the Wait, next guy has fifty base. points. It's shortstop I'm saying It becomes okay, just then, as scarce, and you would never consider it's dropping. Not, it's
0: not nine guys. It wouldn't become five, It wouldn't become just as scarce because then you're picking up people who aren't even fucking playing every day. No one wants that on their team. I mean, I would, have,
1: Defoe, Scott I, I would pick up Profar right now over Blanco.
0: Okay, now you go to shortstop and second baseman. And if I go to second baseman, you're g- I would, I would, I would up pick up Nico, Nico Rico, too. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Over, over,
2: over it. Yeah, but the thing is, someone would already have him. No, That's he wouldn't, what I'm saying. He, he's
1: below five. He's below. If
2: You'd you have add to add another nine players. Though. No, it's not
1: nine. It, it's, five, it's, it's nine players from second base and shortstop, so five each, hypothetically.
2: Yeah, but it still be just as okay.
0: scarce. So you, this you am trying to say. This is not what we intended for. We were, gonna, we were just going to talk about how no one's trading. Pictures. I see all
1: these guys. I see. I okay. see. Scope. I would rather have scope than Horace. Scope wants. has so been
3: terrible. He this a two hundred fifty-six foot bomb tonight. Off your boy, Colin McHugh. I bench so I don't care. Danny, yeah, it's, Danny it's, Santana's um, hot right now. Danny Santana's really hot. All right. We obviously we
2: obviously disagree. Yeah, he's hot, so he probably would have been owned if
0: we had more hitting spots. Yeah, because I want to pin him up. No, yeah, but he's the. You he's know,
3: like the. I like 15, He's a the uh, like baseman, right now.
0: I Actually, would love Carson cards. But Connor yeah. would. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. When people listen to this pod, right. they will. They will put in their own. I just think. I just don't.
2: I just don't get how My, you guys would rather have
3: taking away two bench spots and maybe lowering the number. Of that would make it
2: so much worse. That's what I'm trying to say. A better say. solution is
3: adding more hitting. Yeah, no, it I would not because
2: the thing is. It, removing always, two bench spots okay, we don't, we're takes done. away. We can talk about last,
0: this after the pod because no, we've already no, 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 no. said our opinion. Let me all
2: get my time. last word in on I'm the out, bench spot. Yeah, the every, thing the the is, ratings,
0: out, the getting, no, just,
2: getting two pot. bench spots. Getting yeah. oh <laughs> 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 two bench spots off the thing would just make it more saturated. I don't know how you think picking up hot players is more fun than doing your research, looking at guys you want who are sleeper people. Just like you okay. could do for pitchers. I'm I like,
0: am I like, would still be doing my research. Yeah. Because you're still picking. For I'm guys still- who are hot, it's
2: boring. Like, that's not fun. Like I would, love to, roster a hore- I would love to roster a Jorge Polanco, but I'm having Shinsu Chu on my roster just because he has good matchups this week. That's it. He's, p- playing, that's the pi- awesome. he's, he's playing the reason. Pirates and the Orioles. I don't want yeah, Shinsu research. Chu.
0: That's just research. That's just
2: not research. That's
3: that's just, just, what do you mean? That's he like, had, oh, he's got peace faces with weak arms tonight. Maybe he's at home. Good plays. Yeah. He's had the
2: good. most seven. He's had basically the most points over his last seven games, so I picked him. I him think up. that's more for Baltimore. Awesome. I, I saw he was playing Baltimore. That's not awesome.
3: Dude, nothing's that's better That's not like awesome. Some guy. Dude, you beat me two years ago in the playoffs. Why? Matt fucking Olsen.
2: Because I picked up guys who were hot. That's no fun. I didn't do any research on Matt Olson. I saw he had the most points in his last seven days and picked him up. I did nothing there. I was like, oh, he's doing good. Let me pick him up. And so you don't and like
3: then, that part of fantasy? You don't like No,
2: I'd movie? rather do my research. Like, I'm so happy with where I picked Colin McHugh and Kensa Maeda, and they're doing good for my staff. So I did my research. I saw that they were really good last year. That Colin McHugh, plus slider, plus fastball. 20th round, I drafted him to be on my staff. I did my research for my picks. I know Connor's so happy we're where we already got Glasnow Musgrove because he has research. And the yeah. thing is, he so, researched guys um, on the wire. Hunter Dozier, who he just picked up, as some of the best X-Stats in the league. Yeah, like, so he researched based on Exit Velo, doing all that. He wasn't owned for the entire year. Like I'm saying, if we had more hitters, he would have been probably picked up like weeks ago and on someone's roster. Same with the Andy Diaz, increased his launch angle, did all that. He just didn't pick him up until now. And now he's like, I want to roster these hitters because they should be rostered. But the thing is, there's so much potential out on the wire that he doesn't know what to do. That's why he's trying to move Lindor because there's just replacement value hitters out on the wire. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's always like,
0: going to be like that, though.
2: But the thing is, your top sh- – no, it's not. That's yeah, what I'm yeah.
0: saying. Unless you yeah. – unless, unless they're Hunter Dozier
2: would not 50, have been out on the wire. Unless
0: if- the only people left on the wire are people who don't start. It's always going to be like that. And I don't want people who don't start on my team. No, it's that's not. Boring. No, that's it's boring, boring to have people on your team who don't play every day. Are the
2: only starting pitchers out on the wire guys who don't start? No. They still start, but they're just not as good. Like, that's the thing. Can you find... So but
3: then our rosters are going to be fucking huge. You
2: can find... What's wrong with that? You can find a replacement value for a second-round pick hitter out on the wire right now. But can you find a replacement value for a second-round pitcher... Like a fifth round pitcher? No,
0: I mean Snell got me negative thirteen, so I'm pretty. So you're sure I could saying? Find replacement value so you're saying you
2: can find someone to replace I mean, Snell on just the Consistency there. there
0: between pitching. Of course not. Exactly. Yeah. And I, it's I just because,
2: think, like Tommy was saying. I mean, he argued against his point. To be fair, he was saying there's way more hitters in the league than pitchers, and we have basically the same amount of spots on the rosters for hitters and pitchers. So there's no, way more hitters. We in the have league. way
0: more hitter spots. But everyone's using their bench spots for pitching. So if we take away Well, bench we have spots, 11
2: hitting... We have what? 11 hitting spots? 8 mind. pitching spots. I don't think... I think if you looked up the ratio of hitter spots, of hitters in the league to pitchers in the league, it would be way more than 11 to 8. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, have
0: five, we have 5 starting pitcher spots. But you're using all 12 of them for... Yeah.
2: Because five why five wouldn't pitchers. I? That's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't I? That's... 11. Like, it's just... Five to eleven. It doesn't make any sense. Oh. Exactly. Like okay. in total, okay. it's eight pitcher spots to so eleven hitter spots.
3: But it's five to eleven, but the whole league is making it twelve to eleven. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: it should not be like that. Just based on the amount of hitters yeah, in the so league. So you just then, take away
0: bench spots. It's perfect. Yeah.
2: No, because then it just becomes way more saturated out on the wire. Like just add more hitting spots, make them both scarce.
0: But that'll make hitting more valuable too. So yes, it's
2: then they're both valuable. No, no. That's exactly, I'm saying if you,
0: if you take off pitching spots, if you take off bench spots, and you can't roster them for pitching, that'll make hitting more valuable. Well, why not just add some hitter spots? Okay, but then I look at it like this:
3: say we were say we're in that league scenario where hitting was just as scarce, and like I could go on the wire and pick somebody up. If I was in Tommy's shoes, I still wouldn't accept Lindor for Flaherty. You wouldn't. No.
0: Why? Because So you're though, saying
2: the value between
0: Even though, say I'd, I'd accept Lindor for Flaherty now So I'm I'd accept Lindor for
2: Flaherty in an absolute heartbeat If our league was a regular points league <laughs> That's what I'm that. saying
0: Okay Well, no in a regu- So I have friends who play in a regular points league And pitching dominates that So our league is still better than a standard ESPN league in my eyes
2: But I just think if we had Change more hitting spots, it would just be just great improve anything.
0: I don't think it didn't. Honestly, I don't think the changes had that much of an impact this year. I think it's more more people paying attention, more and more not. pitchers off the live. That's why we're seeing this Pearson problem right now. we're constantly picking up people. Yeah, um, will will Will's even Brendan last week. Brennan, up <laughs> he got, got a guy. Yeah. So, so I think I it's more of that. true. Everybody's
3: being a little more active. Yeah. So
0: and I, we'll make some changes for next year. Again, we all got. I think we we've, we've been talking about this for thirty minutes. I mean I think what we, we, got, was we all got was fine, team.
2: and just, yeah, yeah, just add an extra, add some extra hitting spots. I think I all. would be
0: down to add another hitting spot, but I don't want to add like. But I. I we need to. We reduce might, the number of stars per week, no. and we might not have five bench spots. Add a hitting spot. Much. Add a hitting spot. Take away a bench spot. Perfect. Can we? Is there any way we can designate bench spots? Well, you can have a maximum number of pitchers on your roster. Can you? Yeah. I talked about doing that this year, but it was kind of right before the draft, it so, it, was was so like of, like it would have fucked people's strategies. Really tough number, now. though. Yeah, that would be tough. But okay. I mean. We'll All we have it. to do is just add, we got into it. Add extra hitting spots. We both have our That's opinions. It. We'll say I'm sure some people in the league will listen to it and text us this. And I'm sure I don't even think anyone besides Connor is probably going to listen to this whole discussion because that was that was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be for that. All right, <laughs> do you, are we still? You guys still want to do last week's matchup?
2: Yeah, we're finishing the pod. Yeah, no, let's
0: that. I didn't have a good match.
2: So. No, we're finishing okay, the pod. Well, now we got I have quotes from Kenneth about your match. Yeah, now yeah, we're finishing it. this pod. No, I forgot about it.
0: All right, we'll start with Ryan and Kenneth. Go for it. He brought it up. Kenneth pulls out a win, three ninety-six and a half to three thirty-eight. Uh, Ryan, pretty much after the second or third day, was not feeling very confident, and Kenneth's team just kept kind of putting up points when Ryan was trying yeah, to make his countenance.
3: Nothing crazy in terms of points for him. but
2: I mean, and that's with a 20-point Matthew Boyd on his bench that one day. Yeah. So would have been a lot higher for I Kenneth. had terrible.
3: Look, if you go look at my pitching splits or yeah, we'll pitching start,
0: points that week. We'll start uh, with Ryan's team. Negative 14 from Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn. I mean, that's just a bad pickup. Um, Chris Archer minus 6.5, kind of unfortunate. I don't yeah, think or, he's very good, but I don't think he's minus 6.5. Tanaka had only minus a half point. And then some of his other streams, Clay Buckles, one point. Eric Swanson, three and a half points. John Gray, two yeah, and a half yeah, points. Yeah,
3: you don't have to go through the whole thing, actually. Okay, that's it's pretty funny. That's <laughs> plenty.
0: That's plenty. So Ryan's pitching just really I couldn't mean, do anything for him. Total
3: points for pitching you see right
0: there? Uh, total points, 121.
3: Yeah, that's
0: abysmal. Compared to 217 hitting points. Hitting still had a good week. Yelich yeah, yeah. didn't do that. Like He still had four bombs. Um, right, I'll take that. Oh, wait. Week.
2: No, he did not have there's no I mean, he had like one or two. Okay. Yeah, he did definitely did not have It says four matchup bombs.
0: batting stats and then it says four bombs. I don't really understand that. Said, it it said Ozuna me. had eight bombs last week. On I, think I, think yeah, I think
2: it's two. doubled. I think Yellows had two I think All had two bombs.
0: Alright. But anyway, Ryan Ryan's hitting had a really good week. Just his pitching kinda of let him down at the end. But we'll move into Kenneth's theme because we talk about Ryan's team a lot and we kinda of, we don't give Kenneth the love he deserves. I ripped him for those trades he made. And I mean Jose Abreu and Carlos Correa are kinda raking right now, but Joe musgrove has been playing really well.
3: I mean Jared Cole just did how much for time. Yeah.
0: I mean Joe musgrove has been pitching really well. Um I need that. Max Fry's been solid. He had another good outing night. Um Matt Strom's been really good. Kirby Yates, best closer in the league through the first month. Trevor Williams was a great pickup for him.
2: Yeah, he's got he's got a really solid staff. And like I was saying with Kenneth, with my trade, being able to trade away hitters because he had Marcus Semien and someone else on his bench. Like, my trades worked out great for Kenneth. He got 21 from Tim Anderson. Marcus Semien, who you guys laughed at when I mentioned for Kenneth, put up 25 points against Rye. Mazzara, who he had seen on his bench, put up 40 against Rye that week. And then the pitchers that Kenneth got traded to in Musgrove 27, Boyd 16 and a half, would have been 30 some, like 37 or something like that? I don't know. someone around there. I can't really do math right now. Strong got 22, but those trades worked out pretty well for Kenneth. I mean, he got got rid of positions he didn't need and got positions that he didn't need so worked out great for Kenneth and about his team kind of said I guess all my trades worked after all my team worked hard and got the win that yeah. is a direct quote from K Dog himself texted him got the insider info on the pod so that's a yeah. thong droppers exclusive right so, there something
0: we're going to start doing more <laughs> of just get getting the boys more involved with the pod maybe they'll listen see if their quote actually gets read so we'll start doing that but let's move on next to my matchup with Connor I got off to a hot start and then Connor just kind of put me in the dirt later on. Um, his hitting just kind of stepped up, and his pitching staff obviously is one of the better better in the league. So my, I think my hitting had a pretty good week. Tati's getting hurt at the end of it kind of sucked. But, um, you know, Robles had 29, Ho Ram 32, kind of heated it up actually. It got 180 for my hitting. Just more of consistency rather than anything. Will Myers had minus five, so that kind of hurt. But then pitching-wise, nothing great. My two, my two aces, quote unquote. Snell only had a half a point. He got shelled again today. Uh, Syndergaard didn't do anything. Syndergaard actually went minus one and a half. But guys like Mike Miner stepped up for me. He and Jin Ryu stepped up. Some of were my later round picks. So they kept me in it for a while. But unfortunately, I could not. I just couldn't deal with Conner's hitting and like his pitching mainly by the end of the week. Two hundred and eighty one points from his hitting. That's or from his pitching. That's just unreal.
2: Yeah, I mean, and Connor didn't have Anthony Rendon for most of the week, too. Yeah, The Nationals kind of were all over the place with him. Like, didn't put him on the DL. And then he sat out eight straight games, and now they finally do put him on the DL. Like, I don't know what's going on there. But, yeah, Connor's pitching definitely had an insane week. Singh did really good, too. I mean, bets heated up. Murphy came off the IL and started to rake. So, I mean, glad Connor's finally getting productions from those guys and, and the trades that he made for – Daniel Murphy and it was just just a great week for him. Second most points in the league. So that was a definitely definitely a good week from Connor. Alright, so speaking of Connor scoring a lot, my team put up five hundred and seventy six points in the in the in the week which is the most in a week in this league. I think it so will be Florida. the most in the league yeah. this for the after year. After Ryan had that hot take saying no, his, no, no, no.
0: 500
2: his 550 wouldn't be broken, just gets broken the next week. So based on how this is going, someone's going to put up over 570 points this week. Yeah, but yeah, my, my team just had an insane week. My pitching did what my pitching's going to do. I mean, I would like to have that good of a week for my pitching every week. So I'm pretty happy with how it did. Like, I think my staff's unreal, so the 200, whatever points they put up, I'm expecting. But my hitting has been terrible all year. And then this year, they finally just did something. (laughs) It's like all their negative, all their regression back to the mean that they were supposed to have just happened all at once. And it was just nuts. Like Voight, I'm pretty sure, had like. four or five home runs, I mean, like fifty
0: five points. Chris Bryant
2: point. actually hit two bombs Gary Sanchez came back, hit a bomb Peter Alonzo did something, Travis Shaw actually hit two bombs, dropped him but Josh Donaldson had another 20-something point Sunday, like Jose my team Brie. just absolutely exploded I mean, I'm happy with how they played, that's all I can say, I'm expecting that every week now, and then Tommy Seam, did pretty good, I mean he put up the third most points in the league last week, which is Pretty solid. I mean, that's what you want. He would have beat everyone but me and Connor. So I mean, props to him. He had a pretty good week, but just not enough against my team. Like his his team did pretty well. He had some good pitching starts towards the end of his matchup too. But just too much too much for him to overcome in the end. So I mean, I'm happy with the way my team went and I know Tommy is kind of panicking about his team right now, especially he's losing to Matri this week, lost Got blown out to me last week. I mean, he's kind of
0: panicking. Lost to me the week maybe, before. Maybe maybe the algorithm isn't as isn't as secure as he thought. So I mean, I yeah. just want to point out none of the guys on his hitting or pitching really are algorithm guys anymore. Uh, yeah, Walker he's... Bueller was not very high on our algorithm. <clears throat> Flaherty was really low on our algorithm. Nola was really low on our algorithm. So honestly, his team name might have I mean, to change. The whole algorithm thing I mean, isn't really working yeah, out. it Sounds like Can't is... tell Marte wasn't even on our algorithm because he was not even. <laughs> he's not that good of a hitter. So
2: yeah, it sounds like Tommy's Tommy abandoning yeah, his algorithm. Tommy's panicking and abandoning the algorithm. That's probably why his team isn't doing good. Think I don't know. I might me and Connor my, and Ryan might have found an algorithm that's working. That's why our team's being good. Conspiracy theories. let's keep it on the down low. That's compar- that's a conspiracy theory for this pod. Last one was Kenneth getting drunk. He said he only had one. Disproved the theory. So
3: much that's as, uh, that's out.
2: I'm conspiracy straight. theory week two. Me, and Ryan, and Connor have a have an algorithm. So.
3: Well, Matry and I, Ryan, we have
2: our own algorithm. Oh, Ryan and Matry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you heard I mean, it. There's a conspiracy it's totally theory working for
0: Mr. Matry. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to Matry and Brendan's uh, matchup. You want to talk about that
2: or? I mean, no, We'll, we'll see what happens in the thing. We'll build the suspense for the people to listen to. So right, don't don't want you to spoil Just the result. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Matry's hitting 208 solid, and then a 127 from his staff, and that was with 41 from Herman and 36 from Quintana, both guys who I think won't hit that more than three or four times this year. I mean, 41. He won't Matri, for I think
2: Matry's team is absolutely abysmal. He was playing an even worse team last week. Well, so yeah, we'll get I to think that. that's the way it we'll went. We'll get
0: to that in the power <laughs> rankings. Matry had his guys pop off, picked up Jock Peterson, sucked. But Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies had good weeks. Nolan Arenado finally started heating up 45 points for him last week, was key in his matchup win. And then Brendan just couldn't get any starters going. Uh, a minus 4.5 from Blake Trennan on the last day kind of cost him the matchup. Obviously, Matri ended up with a lot more points just because of how the Braves played that night. But, um, yeah, Javi Baez did solid for Brendan. Brendan's hitting, still putting up decent numbers, especially for having Starling Marte not even play last week. Um, and pretty pretty bad weeks from a lot of players, but he still had Rizzo with 30, Baez 35, Blackman 32. So, it was pretty solid.
2: Yeah, Brendan really suffered at the end of the matchup because Blake Trinan took a huge loss and a blown save. So maybe if he actually got the save, Brendan would have pulled it close, maybe even won against Matry. But it wasn't to be. I guess Brendan will have to wait another week to get his win. So yeah, such Matri- for Brendan. But he's actually trying this year. I mean, he told us the other day in the thing he's making the moves himself, looking to looking to make some more moves. So hopefully Brendan can actually get a dub.
0: Yeah, moving into another close matchup of teams that are just kind of getting ruined by their matchups is Will and Harrison. So Harrison squeaks out a win against Will by nine points. And honestly, Harrison's team was kind of due for a win after getting, after kind of getting hosed in his first three weeks with only one win. He had, was putting up mad points. And then this week he had a decent week, obviously 387 is pretty solid. I think fourth most in the league. Um, But yeah, I mean, his hitting is just guys who are just undervalued. Elvis Andrews is hitting third for a Texas lineup. That's actually putting up runs this year. Uh, Tommy Pham's been really good. David Peralta's been a beast. Glaber Torres has been the only guy to stay healthy for the Yankees, pretty much. Cody Bellinger, obviously, just the best hitter in the league, as we talked about earlier in the pod. So, really love his hitting, and his pitching's not bad, but he's not getting the production he needs from Kluber. And, I mean, Barrios did solid last week, but overall, I think he needs better production from his, from his big aces.
2: Yeah, definitely Kluber. Kluber has not pitched like himself, but... Kluber's a notorious slow starter, but this has just been, like, awful. This is scary, yeah. Yeah, like, his slow start, his career ERA in April was, like, a 3.8, somewhere around there, and I think his ERA is a lot higher than a 3.8 right now, so, like, he's had a slow start, but this is, like, the slowest it's ever been. I mean, the age has to, get into, has to get into your head with Kluber, definitely getting up there, so we'll see if he can turn it around, but right now it's not looking too good for him, but Patrick Corbin to be drafted is looking like a true ace for um, for the Nationals. Looking like last year wasn't a fluke, so I'm really liking, I'm liking Harrison's team right now. I mean, he has pretty sure he's like top four in the in points scored in the league so far. So, the team's definitely putting up numbers. So I respect it.
0: Yeah, Will Will just couldn't pull it out last week. Not getting a start for David Price definitely hurt him. Um, few streams didn't really work out in his favor, but I mean overall, I mean. Really good week from Will. I mean, he just needs a again one stream instead of Mike Lee going minus one and a half. If he just gets ten points, he gets a win. Or uh, Homer Bailey instead of getting five, if he gets ten, or like ten to fifteen points, he wins again. So, I think Will Will made some decent made, made some moves last week. Didn't pay off, but don't get discouraged, Will. You you kept it close all week, and you you had a good matchup by the end of it. All right. So now going off of this, moving in to. The highly anticipated first power rankings of the year. Yeah,
2: I actually told Lucas that we had to do power rankings. He was like, wait, what? Because he was not present for the...
0: I did not hear that conversation. <laughs> for the
2: second half of the class last week. So, me, Ryan, and Tommy kind of hyped it up. Oh, that's right. They gave their, they gave their um, little sneak peek for it. Tommy had to leave because he's going out to the bar tonight. Maybe we'll see his girl Taylor there. Ooh. Have to give us a little update. But Tommy, unfortunately, will not be here to give his power rankings... I just was hyping up his team being number one last week, so I don't know if he'd want to hear his anyways after that, but yeah. Could be tough. We'll hop hop into the power ranking right, right now. Let's
0: we'll start at number 10. Brendan. I think I have Brendan. I think if Brendan had if Brendan had pitching, it would be a different story, but he still is struggling to find starting pitching arms. I think he could still drop a few hitters for another arm. So I think Brendan's making steps in the right direction. But unfortunately, I still have him at number ten in my rankings.
2: Yeah, I have Brandon at number ten. Also, I mean, he just he has the lowest points in the league by like two hundred. It's not really too much of a thing. I mean, he is checking his team. Maybe if you checked it every day, shop some closers to guys who actually want closers, then maybe it'll work out. But yeah, I just don't really rate Brandon's team too highly right now. Even though his hitting is solid, his pitching staff still needs a little bit of work. So yeah, I have Brandon at number ten.
3: Agreed, Brandon ten.
0: All right. Moving on to number nine. This could be a little contentious. I got Kenneth at number nine.
2: Kenneth, I got Matri at number nine.
0: Right. I also have Kenneth at nine. Yeah, so the reason I have Kenneth at nine... Um, Which I just lost to, so... It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's fine. Again, I feel like this year, the power rankings are going to fluctuate more than ever. But my, the reason I have Kenneth at nine is even though those trades kind of worked out for him last week, I think in the long run, some of those guys that he got are not going to be as good as they are now or even... Like, I feel like guys like Freed, Strong. a lot
3: of guys that are, like, having a career start right now.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that could... And then giving away a guy like Garrett Cole, who was a true ace, and obviously he's been... He's lights out minus that one start. But Connor, Connor bought low on him. Kenneth kind of tried to sell, I guess. I don't even know what Ken, Kenneth... Yeah. Connor yeah, bought he low bought on him.
3: bought high on these guys' prospects. Yeah,
0: and then, yeah, he bought like, high the on prospects, the prospects. Like the but guys. I think at the end of the year, he's going to miss a Garrett Cole.
2: Yeah, Um. honestly, think. That Kenneth has a better team than Matry right now. I mean, Matry's hitting has basically three big guys: Arenado, Acuna, and um, Freddie Freeman. There's just a bunch of Braves chumps and others. And his pitching staff is basically no one with Fulty. I think Kenneth also has three big guys in his hitting: JD Martinez, Trevor Story, Whit Merrifield. But his pitching staff, I think, is miles better than Matry. Like it's not all pickups. Joe Musgrove, great. Matt Boyd, great. Freed has been good. Strom has been pretty good. I mean, those are all, those has, are all pickups this year. But compared to Maitree's staff, I'd rather have all those guys than anyone on Maitri's team except for Fulte. So, I mean, I just think Kenneth's team is better than Maitree's. So I'm putting him ahead of Maitri. Plus, Kenneth got a huge win against uh, against Ryan last week. And I think that Maitree's 4-0 star is a fluke, considering that he has the lowest points against in the league. It's just it's just like I mean, looking like he's going to be 5-0, but... I'd... Yeah, I mean... Tom once again, Tommy's team probably has the lowest points in the league right now, besides Brendan. Yeah. So, so I think it's just Matry getting lucky with his matchups, and honestly, Matrie's team would be one I would like to face basically every week if I could, even though he's four now.
0: Ryan, thoughts on Kenneth? Any more thoughts on Kenneth? No, I think Kenneth's in the mix from like six to six to nine. Six to nine I agree with that. Nice. All right, I do. <laughs> I have Matry at eight though. I do have Matry at eight. I have will. Will at eight.
2: I have I have um, Kenneth kind of at eight. Okay,
0: so we already talked about Kenneth. I'll get my thoughts on Matrix team real quick. Uh, I agree with Dan with mostly what he said. I think his staff is abysmal. I think guys like Albies, Marcakis. Marcakis might stay hot just because of his walk to K rate's are really good. Ozzy Albies, I still do not rate at all, just because he had one good. He had a good first half last year, and then in second half he hit less than two thirty. So
2: yeah, one thing I would like to mention about Matrix team too is that the sitting is basically all Braves. It's so like if the Braves have a week where they only play five games, or if they have a week where they just don't hit good, his hitting will do bad. They we guess. already know his pitching is going to do bad every week. So, I mean, there's just nothing going for him if the Braves don't do well, and it's just like, I don't know. I just don't see really any upside in Matry's team, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean that's why I made sure at nine, Kent at eight. I mean it kind of explained it. I think Kent's team is kind of built like Matry's with some stud stud hitters, but I think. Both their hitting's are kind of
0: deep, but I just think Kenneth's pitching staff is better. So I have him at number eight. Fair enough. All right. Ryan, Will at it, will it eight. What's your thoughts on that?
3: I actually like Will's team a lot. It's solid, but I think it comes down to we know Will isn't one of the more active members of fantasy baseball, and that's yeah. going to cost you at the end of the day. I, the of the week.
0: I think people are starting to realize that checking fantasy baseball only takes out 10 minutes per week, yeah. 15 minutes per yeah, week, exactly. and they're actually Maybe starting like to check their team. 15 seconds
2: a week. <laughs> you well, you gotta, know, f- if he's hurt. but if yeah. you're,
0: like, picking players up and stuff, it might take, like, 15 minutes yeah, 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 a week. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think they're starting to realize that if they just allocate a, day, a minute or two of their day that yeah. they can actually just still make pickups and it doesn't take – it's like a huge burden on their life. So I, I understand why yeah. you have Will at 7. Yeah, I personally have him higher. Like,
3: like if, if we were managing his roster, I think, could compete with anybody's um, I think maybe he could use a little bit of help on the hitting side. Uh, he's got Altuve and Harper, but beyond that, he's got I mean, those are both staff. guys who are just
0: slugging I mean, hard right now, too.
2: I mean, um, I know that I have Will up at. I have Will up at seven. I don't know if you have him above. Uh, I don't know who you have at seven, but I have Will at seven on my team. So I'll give my thoughts about his team. Um, I think, like I was telling about Mastry with the Braves having a good or bad week, I feel like it's the same thing with Will with the Phillies. I mean, the Phillies have been slumping, so his hitting has kind of been slumping, and that cost him last week against Harrison. Could cost him this week in his matchup, but I think Will's pitching staff is just really good. He's got a couple aces on it with uh, Strasburg, and Strasburg and Kershaw. And he's also got an up-and-coming ace in Caleb Smith, who we talked about, who he was, um, who he was trying not to, not to give up. So I really like Will's hitting. I feel like his higher-end hitting guys are better than Major Kenneth's higher-end hitting guys, and then his pitching staff has two aces. Compared to Maturing, none, so okay. I rate him above them. So, so you, so you I have, have Will, at, Will at, seven. at number seven. Yes.
0: Uh, Ryan, who do you have at seven? Harrison. Okay, I got Tommy at seven. Mm. So. Mm. Honestly, I'll start with. T- I, start I with Harrison. I haven't team. done anything today so far. Start with Harrison. It takes a good quiet, cold, ice cold. Yeah.
2: So you have you have Harrison at seven. seven. I have Harrison at six. So. We have him kind of around the same thing. I mean...
3: You just have... Like, I have have Matriot 6.
2: Matriot 6? Yeah, that's right. I think that's way overrated on Matriot's team. But, yeah, we kind of have Harrison comparable in the things. Like, uh, I'll speak on Harrison's team first.
3: I think it's pretty solid all around. He's got decent pitchers. Um, You know, obviously Kluber's been a bit of a disappointment, which is is kind of scary. The fact that he hasn't even produced yet and still putting up a good amount of points every week, but... Once again, it's gonna.
0: We're gonna. Two months from now, he's not gonna be hitting his fourteen starts a week because he's not gonna be You don't know that though. I'm saying right now in the league, I'm. I've. I think Harrison seems way better than Tommy's. Tommy or yeah. So Tommy's team. His hitting sucks. He just rates these <laughs> guys so high, and I, I'm gonna be the first to say I thought Seager. Whereas I think he reached for him in the draft, I still think Seager's a good player. He's been slumping. He has Trout. Soto, Bogarts, Vlad, might take a little bit, he's going to be good, might take a little bit to get going, Conforto, kind of like, but he's not going to be a stud, Keto Marte, I mean, come on, he's not that good, I think he's okay, he might be rosterable maybe, but I don't think he's that good, Michael Franco's having a career start, Yasmati Grandal, not that valuable, Josh Bell, nah, Ryan McMahon, I don't that's just a second baseman. He's not going to do anything for his team week to week. I don't. I kind of like Bogarts, but I think he had an out unreal year last year. I don't think he's going to come anywhere near that this year. And then moving into his staff, Nola's obviously underperforming this year. He had a decent start today, but he only went 5.2 innings, gave up seven hits still, which isn't. I mean, his whip and three walks, so his whip's well above a one. Walker Buehler, I think he's going to experience a sophomore slump as we've already seen so far. Don't really like Jack Flaherty that much, has potential to be good, but I think he's gonna be inconsistent like Bueller. Don't like Mad Bum. Eduardo Rodriguez is up and down. And then his back of the end guys, I feel like are just worse than a lot of the other a lot of the other top teams. Luke I I'm big Padre guy. I like what he can do. Hasn't done it this year. I think he would be he's gonna become droppable eventually. Aaron Sanchez, always a waiver wire guy. Zach Eflin, a waiver wire guy. Walker, waiver wire guy. So I feel like he doesn't have that depth that other pe- other teams have on their team. And I feel like his hitting isn't that good. So that's why I have Tommy at 7.
2: Yeah, I mean I I don't think anyone likes Tommy's team as much as Tommy likes Tommy's team. No chance. But I feel like you're underrating a lot of his players. Like, I would have probably had Tommy at, or at 6, not 7. If, um Wait, that's where we're at right now, right? 6?
0: I had Tommy at 7, and then I've I have Harrison at 6. Alright, alright. Yeah, I'm changing my
2: 10. I think I had Harrison at... S- I had Harrison at 6, right? That's what I said. Yeah, Harrison at 6, Will at 7, and then Kenneth at 8, Matry at 9, um, Brennan at 10. 10. Yeah, so I have Harrison at 6. I mean, I feel like you're underrating Tommy Seam a little bit um, for some of his hitters. Like, if Tommy didn't make that Paxton trade, that paxton Bogart's trade, I think he would have been 6 for me instead of Harrison, but I think that trade helped him out so much. I feel like... You said Bogarts probably can't have that year again. I mean, it's not looking like it now because the Red Sox suck, but all the underlying staff supported Bogarts year last year. Like, he was absolutely doing crazy before he had that fluke injury. Tommy also does have the best hitter in the league with Mike Trout. Yeah, that's how it is. And, um, I mean, I, I like the top of his staff. Nola, Beer Flaherty. I mean, obviously have those aces. I feel like Mad Bum's a great SG4. I just,
0: I just feel like they're all inconsistent, and they can all have weeks where they just get kind of shelled.
2: Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I like this top Tommy staff better than Harrison's. I mean, Kluber hasn't been really good, and I feel like this could be the year he actually drops off. And then, I don't think Barrios is that good, like, with his cherry bomb tendencies. Like, I just don't think he's proven himself to be that ace guy yet. And then Corbin, I think, is legit. Like, he's nice. But I think Tommy has three kind of top-of-the-end guys. Like, I'm big on Bueller, huge on Nola. I think Flaherty has the potential, but I didn't like him come into the year. But his stuff is there. Like, he's filthy. He's just got to kind of put it all together. Like kind of just get more polished with his stuff. Yeah. I don't really so, love Bueller this
0: year. I mean I just, he's
2: on the Dodgers. You won't like him even if he was a stud.
0: <laughs> I mean but, last uh, year I he said he was good. I thought that was a good I thought Tommy kinda got a steal with him in the fourth round. But this year he's obviously just not performing and I don't think he's gonna I don't think that's really gonna change. So
2: Yeah. But I just think Tommy just overall has a better roster than Harrison. I mean even though even though Harrison's hitting has been pretty good with uh, Bragman and Bellinger, I just think Tommy has a better staff. Big staff guy. So, that's why I got Tommy at six. And, Ryan, who did you, you say you had at number six? In Matry, Yes, Maytree. You,
0: you and Matry, are so, in this algorithm together. What do you like about his team, man? Uh, I'll be honest. I don't
3: love his team. But, I think you guys focus a lot on the players on their team rather than the actual person who's controlling the team a lot more than... See, but so you're, you're, you're literally
0: banking on people not checking their team in the summer. What if they... No, that I could think, easily um, change. So I think you- a, a pickups Matry makes... His...
2: So you're banking on the guy who traded away, Paxton okay. and Bogarts for.
3: Matry consistently picks up pitchers each week, each week that get him points. Okay, I can't say the same about Harrison Kenneth Will. Matry
2: has the second least points scored in the league, though. That's the thing. Like yeah, he checks.
0: No. That's, That's just, just points. He alive. has That's the lowest luck.
2: points scored against him in the league. When I played him, I had two hundred and ninety.
3: Well, this whole thing is luck. This whole fantasy baseball thing. I have no control over Marcelo Zuna.
2: It's not luck though, so you're. Ro- I'd say it's everyone not, has it's a better luck roster who you than me.
0: It's not luck who you roster. It's luck how they perform. I mean, not really. That's a lot of it's based on skill. I mean, yeah, it's lucky. If, it's it's luck luck you,
2: if it's lucky yeah. who you perform, you're saying DeGrom's is interchangeable with anyone? Yeah. Any That's, week? That makes no Exactly, because DeGrom's makes better. Sense. He's got more skill. Just like picking a better team. Yeah, like, but it's. I hate, I'd say I the Cardinals know, would beat the Marlins because the five Cardinals are better. It's just not luck.
0: Like you have no control it.
3: over
2: it. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, with I'm... all fantasy sports. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you can do research, pick guys, bottom line is the Matri picks up
0: Like players are getting points. Okay, but you can't say that like it's just Matry getting lucky with pickups. Okay, I don't want I don't like shitting on Matry because I kinda of feel bad for him that he's four and he's doing what he thinks is right for his team. But he picked up he picked up Nathaniel Lowe for the Rays the other day. And I said, I was talking to him, I said, Major, why'd you pick him up? And he goes, I was sitting in class board, and I saw a tweet that said he got called up, so I just picked him up. So it has nothing to do with the fact that, like, so he acting. did his research on it. Love yeah, it. but so is other people. Other people are making pickups, too. Just because I not saw being-
2: Nate Lowe got called up the minute he got called up.
0: And I didn't pick and him up. And I
2: did not pick him up, because I did my research, and Nate Lowe has a high strikeout rate. He can't hit lefties, oh, but he does have a high OVP. I'm telling you, it's not Picture luck. It's not, that's not research. That's Picture, dangerous. That's, I'm looking Nate, at his stats. On I've looked at his minor league stats. I know how to read stats. I don't go word for word on pitcher list. Otherwise, I would have dropped Colin McHugh by now. would have dropped Eikhoff by now. would we'll drop my guys. It's about doing funny. your research with the other stuff. And I just don't think that... I think that there are few guys who have good baseball knowledge. And I think with the trades Matrix made, sure made, it hasn't proved that he's a good enough manager. Okay. As he traded away his first round pick, his third round pick, his fourth round pick, his sixth round pick, his seventh round pick, his eighth round pick, and his team is now a bunch of waiver wire guys. So that is why I have Matry number nine.
0: Okay. Moving on to number five. I have Ryan at number five.
2: I also have Ryan at number five. Oh, cool. I
0: have Tommy. Tommy? Okay. Uh, the only reason I have Ryan at number five, I feel like his staff's been letting him down this year. And I will say... Little bit unlucky there. I liked I liked his staff at the beginning of the year. Uh Michaelis not performing like he did last year, had a good start today to be fair. Um, DeGrom was struggling, another guy who had a good start today. Tanaka's been okay, Paxson has been really good, his pickups have been good, but it's mainly the lower end of the rotation guys that you've been trying to stream. I mean we I picked up really Yeah. Changed. And honestly that's where that's where it's tough. Uh, Reynaldo Lopez had a good start for you. John Gray had been good, didn't do as well last start. Yeah. Um, Chris Archer to the IL. Freeland's not the guy you thought he would be. So I, I mean, I'm not. I don't hate your team. I feel like you have a lot of Cardinal guy too. So that could, if they start to slow down, Colton Wong's having a career year right now. Paul DeYoung's been red hot. We talked about that though. There's an article about him, and he Numbers, could, that could actually stay. The advanced
3: stats for those two are. I
0: I don't I don't really rate Carp that high. He had an insane year last year, and he could get back to that. Probably not. So I don't I don't hate your team by any means, and I think week in week out you can beat anybody in the league, especially with big name guys: Paul Goldschmidt, Kristen Yelich, Jacob Degrom, James Paxton. Those are all guys who you just go offer you, and I think you can be anyone in the league. Personally, I would say you're you have the fifth best roster out of everyone left.
2: I mean, my reason on Ryan, like I said, with a stacking hitting from one team, I just don't think it's smart. I said that about Matry and I said that about Will. I mean, he's got a lot of Cardinals players. Cardinals are hot right now. So his thing is obviously doing pretty good right now, but I mean, could slow down, you know, I, but overall his thing is doing great. I like his hitting. Just his staff. I mean, not a fan of some of the lower end guys. Like I wouldn't have drafted Nicholas where he did like Odorizzi, Samarja, Lopez, I feel like Gray, Freeland are all kind of like borderline guys. I don't know if I would have had him on my roster. But, I mean, overall, I think Ryan's team, his hitting's good. I just think it's a boring team. and I wouldn't have his team, to be honest. I don't really see much upside in it, if I'm being honest. I just think it's a boring roster. I wouldn't have drafted it. But I would have liked to see where Ryan's roster would have been at if Severino did not get hurt. Because I feel like it would have been way different and his staff would have been way better. But, I mean... I just think the team's just boring. He just has some old guys like Votto, Carpenter. Um, I just don't really like it too much. All right, what so, do you what do you got? About I have him at number
0: five. What do you got about Tommy? Right. Uh, I think
3: hitting could use some work. I think pitching his guys are just a little underperforming. Like Nola's underperforming right now. I know you guys whatever about Nola, but he'll pick he's it up. He's still gonna be but good, but I don't think. Yeah, I think Noah's I just, is I don't like think
0: he's gonna me. return his value of second round. No, I
2: think Noah's gonna pick it up too. Yeah, I agree that.
0: Maybe not second round. Um, but hitting, he's really
3: banking on Vlad and kind of just being like a rock star. Reach. As well as Seeger, I think is an awful pick for the fifth round. It was um, a reach. And then you just got Trout and Soto just going to be carrying his hitting. Other than that, I don't. I don't
0: can of agree with that. that? Bell can break out, but I don't really love that. Okay, moving on to number four. Who do you guys have at number four? I got Tommy. You, Lucas me, okay, I have actually Dan at number four. Harsh. Wow. Harsh.
2: Below yourself? Man. Yeah, Definitely have a better roster than you. That's all I'm saying. We'll see you after this week. Yeah, I mean... A little friendly trash talk right there. Definitely a little biased here.
0: I like my roster a lot. I feel like a lot of my guys are kind of underperforming. And the back end of my staff, the back end of my hitting has just been really, really good. I guess we're starting with my team because I kind of just went off on that. Sorry, guys. But... I mean, guys like Machado, Ho-Ram, been struggling hardcore. Um, and then my, I think my hitting from there is kind of picking it up between, I mean, Fran Reyes has his days. Victor Robles has been solid. George Springer, really good. Eugenio Suarez, really good. Edwin Encarnacion, good. Jeff McNeil has been one of the better second basemen in the league this year, even though his counting stats aren't really there. Contreras has been the best catcher in the league this year, I think, by PRK. Yeah, he's PRK1 right now. Live um, Live update.
3: Harrison. Corey Kluber, non displaced fracture in his right ulna. Will you re reevaluated Cleveland? Re-evaluate What's an ulna? I have no idea. Alright, cool. But and then
0: back we, doesn't sound good fraction. You even put Harrison
2: long, right? in your power rankings yet? Yeah. yeah I figured you
0: just jumped out. Oh. Yeah, I put him six. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I put him six. Right?
2: No, I put him six and I Harrison, put him seven. at seven. You haven't decided me yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I said Tommy seven, Harrison six. Did you? So Than me five. No, you didn't because you
2: had Kenneth Will, Brendan Matry, Matry. below him. We'll go so through we, again. You haven't said Harrison yet, so Harrison's theoretically, top three you, top three. Directly you think Harrison's one of your top three teams in the league, so yeah. Okay, Harrison. Big power
3: rankings from Lucas. Fuck it, I don't care. I think he just lost his legitimacy Lucas is there. on fear number two, so he's absolutely
2: <laughs> wasted right now. <laughs> but yeah, I have I have Tommy at number four. I kind of already went over his team. Like I said, I think he's got potential. Pitches are kind of four. Four. It.
3: Uh, I I look at the top. I'd say five, maybe six teams in our league, and I think they're all pretty close, all competing for, um, well, I could see winning the championship at the end of the year. I like your roster solid. I'd be happy with it if it was my own. Obviously, I'd be a little disappointed in Syndergaard so far. Snell's. Yeah. Snell's fine. He just came off the aisle because his toe got fucking mashed into eight pieces. He'll be okay. But um, roster's fine, I like yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, going off we could see him, I've been number three. In the power, in my power rankings, I mean, like a team, I think his hitting is kind of underperforming right now. I mean, I think he's just holding on to Fran Mill, Will Myers, robust kind of just because he likes him. I don't really think they're too good. I mean, Fran Mill's solid. He's only hitting two thirty-two, but I mean, he. I think most of his points came from like two games, so I'm not really a fan. Even though he has good X stats, I mean, those aren't everything. I mean, I still think he strikes out a lot. Doesn't really have good play discipline. But, um, I mean, I still like your hitting overall. I think your infield is really solid. So, I like that. Your pitching staff, I think top-end guys aren't really performing right now. I think your bottom-end guys are kind of boring, but sometimes the boring guys get it done. Like, Hap plays for the Yankees. I can admit he's boring. Yeah, I Mike can Meyer admit he's boring, too. Adam had him last year. He's boring, but they put up points. Kyle Hendricks, he's boring, but he eventually <laughs> he'll put up points. I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I have your team at number three, because I think it's better than the other um, six teams in the league that are below you, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have, I guess Dan at four. <laughs> I'm technically going to put, I'll, whatever. I'll just keep that for now. Um, I don't really love Dan's hitting, but with the addition of Jose Abreu, Carlos Correa, obviously gives him a huge boost. And then without Judge right now, that hurts him too. That takes away, obviously, his second-round pick, so... That's tough. And then his staff, I think, is really good. Scherzer's been underperforming this year. Carrasco's been underperforming. Bauer's honestly been underperforming, and he's still been really good. But um, Castillo's been lights out. I I like Wheeler. I like McHugh. Your pickups of Hill, Ikoff, and Soroka are all really good. Uh, Not big on Darvish. Not really – Skaggs, I think, is droppable. So, I I like your staff, but – yeah, I think Harrison's team is a little better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you forgot about it. right do, you have, sure number, it right, do it you have a number three? I
0: have my self three. I like um, it. What do you think about your yeah, team? Yeah, we, we kind of got into your team a little bit, so defend it. I think
3: hitting, I think, I mean, yeah, the Cardinals are hot right now, so maybe a guy like Wong and Tiong, um are probably producing more than they will in July. Say so yeah. that. But I think right now it's probably the best lineup in the league, the way y'all are playing. It's tough to
0: compete with. Yeah, but when Yelich doesn't have that big week for you, I feel like you kind of lack a guy who does I mean, that. Goldschmidt
3: consistently week. like twenty twenty five. But I know Zuna. Zuna's fucking going And then when it comes to pitching, like I've had a lot of injuries, which has sucked, but I've just kind of been patching up as you go and you hope you pick up a guy like, thankfully Reynaldo Lopez. Um, like I'll be holding on to him because he had fourteen K. So I feel like it's it's gonna be a process of just kind of. With what I have, like five injuries between DeGrom, Valdi, Waka, Freeland, and just somebody else on the dl too, I dropped. I don't know. I'll just gonna be passionate over time. I'll pick up guys, and I'll drop guys, and hopefully some stick because they stay consistent and give me points. All
0: right. So moving on to number two. Two? No. I mean, I, I, done three. I said
3: my number three. Yeah, you have to
2: do your number three. My hey, number three is. Well,
0: okay, two. your three. Okay, my number three is Harrison. Probably would put him at four, but I forgot about him. Thought I put him at five. Whatever. Um, the reason I have Harrison at three, I think his lineup's the best in the Jesus league. No, nah, it's not. <laughs> All right, you can't
2: even remember his team. Yeah. How can you argue for him being number three? Watch you me. Just, you just want to admit that you fucked up. Watch right. me. Yeah, go Watch back me. on your power
0: rankings. I, I, okay, fine.
2: It takes a man to
0: admit yeah. you yeah. messed go up. Go back on my yes. power rankings. You made, where you made a mistake. Brendan ten.
3: Okay. Kenneth nine.
0: <laughs> well, we should just recap. We'll get to I, two, and we'll recap from the top. All right, fine. I'll just talk about Harrison Steam. I really like Harrison Steam. Yeah, yeah. Corey Kluber, that could be brutal if that, for Harrison Steam if that's actually true. Um, I think he's a, he's, he could be an ace. Dude, we're trying to make millions here. Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray's been a great pickup for him or draft. I don't even know. But Sonny Gray's been really good for him. I like... Um, I obviously like Corbin a lot. I like Barrios a lot. He has the stuff to be an ace. Hamels has been a good pickup. Um, Andrew. About Andrew Heaney. Let's see about him. He's on the IL right now. Don't know when he's coming back. Solid guy, though.
2: Heaney vaults him up to number three. <laughs> <Baltimore. Yep. laughs>
0: Stanton on his DL, man. His outfield would be so sick with if he had Stanton in there. So Mike oh, Moustakas, one of the better second basemen in the league. Also has Gleyber Torres. Might even be willing to ship those guys. Harrison, get a little trade going. Yeah, I, trade. everyone needs I, a second base. I think I'm convinced
2: so. now. Harrison number three team. Wow. I'm all solid. I'm
0: saying is, <laughs> all I'm saying is, Harrison has the second most points scored in the league this year. So I, I don't really hate that take, but at the same time, maybe not number three in the league.
2: <laughs> all right, number two, I got, I got my own team at number two.
0: I have Connor. I don't even know who I haven't done yet. So, dude, you, you are have,
2: pathetic.
3: Man. <laughs> all content. right, it's
2: just me and Ryan now. Yeah, I have my own team at number two. I have Connor at number one. Um, I think Connor and I's teams are pretty comparable I mean I think we have The oh. two best staffs in the league I
0: have myself a number two
2: I think we have the two best staffs in the league to be honest I mean Connor has Two top five pitchers I have two top five pitchers I think I have five top 20 pitchers Which is just absolutely unreal With Scherzer, Bauer, Castillo, uh, Wheeler and Carrasco I mean that's just Gonna win a lot of weeks If I get one of those guys on a two start let alone two. And I think my hitting after that trade I made with Kenneth is just solid all the way around, especially once I get Judge back. I mean, really no, I really have no complaints against my team. I mean, I, Puig is a notorious slow starter. I think he'll pick it up. Had Gary Sanchez, who was my best hitter, go on the IL. Chris Bryant's been heating up. So really no complaints about my team. I mean, obviously I wish my hitting would have been more consistent earlier in the year. So I wouldn't have been two and two, but I think I can make a push for that number one spot. I'm, I have Connor number one because, like I said, his staff is comparable to mine. He's got a bunch of aces on it, and I think his hitting is just a little bit better than mine right now, but could change depending on how my players do. But he's got a pretty deep hitting, especially with Lindor coming back. So, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be um, an interesting way to see how the season goes with Connor's team. And Connor has the most points in the league by like 100 right now. So, I think yep. he deservedly has that number one spot.
0: Yep. I have myself a number two. I like my team. It's underperforming right now, but I still think it could be up there and compete for a championship this year.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised you have Harrison in
3: number two. Honestly, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't forget about your own team. I did forget
0: about <laughs> my own team. Honestly, <laughs> I have Connor at one. So
3: I have Connor two, Dan one. Solely because I think pitching is more important than anything in our league by a long shot. And yeah, I'd I'll take. I
0: take. I'd take Dan's pitching. Over I'll take I'll take Connor's pitching over Dan's pitching. Really, Verlander and Cole. I mean, Scherzer. Sure sure. Scherzer hasn't been as great
3: this year. Those five guys you have in your starting pitcher and pitcher spots right now are fucking unreal. I
0: mean, German Marquez has been unreal for him this year too. He's pretty comparable, maybe not to Castillo at this point, but I think by the end of the year. You Darvish. Will
3: be, Dude, the dude chucks ninety nine and moves like a fucking wiffle ball. Yeah, and he walks like yeah, eight he batters a week. Yeah, he game, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> and the fact, the P- fact PRK that Daniel dropped Nick Pavetta, I just know his mind's in the right place. Well, he
2: got- that, Ryan's a big manager guy. That, that was a big... absolutely. Game. He got that dropped. Was a tough, he got
3: he got fucking demoted. Tough yeah, but play. He really- but then he just turns into a prospect. That was, was holding a on to. No, he doesn't. See, he turns into a. That was a to tough play.
2: You knew how big I was on Nick Pavetta. That was it. Took
3: a mad heart. Will, persistence, yeah. any any strong adjective you can think of, it took from Dan. Exactly. So just
2: to recap recap the power rankings, I had Connor at number one, I had myself at number two, Lucas at number three, Tommy at four, Ryan at five, Harrison at six, Will at seven, Kanth at eight, Major at nine, Bernard in ten. Lucas, uh, I'm pretty sure, right, had... To, no, no, no. To to try, pretty, I, I want to recap line. my own I'm pretty sure rankings. Lucas had Connor, Harrison, 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 Harrison... Maybe Ryan, then Harrison. <laughs> All
0: right. To recap, then I think on H- either side of me. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. to recap my power rankings. Oh. Should I do my actual ones or the one I said? <laughs> Your actual, dude. Well, because I forgot. We can't podcast for an hour and a half. I fucking lose interest. Wow. Well then, wow. If you're still here, um, code word. Yeah, I'm the host. Dominoes
3: dude. in I'm the, uh, the group chat. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Dan, Connor, myself. Lucas, Tommy, Connor, Matry,
0: Harrison, Will, Kenneth, Brendan. All right. To recap, mine. I had Connor. Wait,
2: myself, which ones are you doing?
0: I'm doing the ones that I said apparently. So Connor. Okay, fine. I'll do my the ones that I think right now. Dude, you are like struggle bus right now, man. <laughs> Connor. Me. Dan. Harrison. Ryan. Oh, Guys. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. He doesn't even know your name. This is the commissioner of our league. I- All right,
3: we yeah, say, because
0: we didn't. I didn't take any fucking notes say, on this. Tune, in,
2: uh, tune in. Tune in. next week for hard. the conclusion of Lucas's power rankings. Yeah, we'll lock it. Oh in next boy, week. I'll
0: write him down next week. Actually. So. All right. Yeah,
2: this was a, a long pod. I mean, if we're doing weekly pods now, we've got to get used to these long ones. A lot of debate. Not going to be heated, an hour and forty minutes heated, heated ever again. pod. I mean, it's my phone. I can talk as long as I want to. <laughs> Might record more solo pods better like it. five hours so guys get used to it this is gonna be great but um yeah long pod heated pod know the boys wanted it sucks Tommy couldn't stay for the end but gave you the first power rings of the year gave you some other good stuff I mean I'm gonna get ready for my gym my max Monday max Monday big, yeah big max Monday gonna get Man. in and get in that right mindset yeah
0: nice any more closing thoughts Ray? I like sports I do like sports as well. And
3: uh, that's all I got. Thanks, right.
2: guys. Man, a few words, just like at the beginning. Awesome. I love it. I mean,
3: I can talk about this. I can see the last day of class again. Like, we're happy. We have be watching baseball all day long, you know, blah, 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 that blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. what I like yeah. to hear. All yeah. right. Yeah. Look Ugh.
0: at that. All right. They're done that. Big, big emotional guy. I love it. All right. Good luck on your exams, boys. Good luck on the matchups for the rest of the week. We'll be back next week with another huge pod. Keep hitting bombs. Keep dropping thongs. Love you, boys.